And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Nope. nope. Souls. That's all you got, Souls. That's all I need to be today. Right. The Mass Chris Massey. And the Rat of a Red Baron. You crashed into the Salty Spittoon, because that's where we are right now. <laughs> the Salty Spittoon. Super Weenie Hut Juniors! Um... Yeah. I'm uh, debuting a new microphone today, so hopefully there's no campfires. It'd be great as if it caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, welcome back, Kyle. Kyle's here today. He was here last week. No, I know, but like we said last week, you weren't going to be here this week. So you're I, here today. It, it was a surprise. No, it wasn't. Well, you told me, but I mean, to the listeners. Hi, uh, listeners. What about the viewers? They suck. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. All right. Um, to so, all are uh, those New Zealanders out there, though, you guys are good people. For all those New Zealanders. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, I'm kind of like derailed right now. I don't really know what direction I'm going in. Direction. Starting lineups. Let's go right into that. Uh, Kyle, what are you drinking? I'm drinking... From Springdale Beer Company, Dang Hazy IPA. Dang! What would it be if Ron Simmons was drinking it? Damn. Well, I'm kind of mad it took him that long to think about it. Um, Josh Jacobs is unstoppable. Um, Bush? Bush. Bush. I do have a craft beer on deck. I was going to only drink the Bush. But I needed to try out the new 16-ounce koozie. With? The White Sox logo on it. White Sox logo. Yeah, I got the Yeti Colster. The koozie. With the White Sox koozie. logo engraved on it. And then I also got a, uh, took a picture at some point and post them, a 12-ounce Yeti Colster with the show's podcast logo. Pretty darn cool. Yeah. Can you shut the fuck up over there, Reed? Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, I'm tired of your fucking sass. Listen, today. I'm going to say, the real battle is going on over here. <laughs> yeah. The Masoles. Um, Toast of Excellence, anybody have any? I do. Okay. I'd like to buy, give my Toast of Excellence to Wait. the... Can I go first? Yes. All right. To Todd Frazier for his first career strikeout on a 55-mile-per-hour knuckleball. <laughs> That's a good one. I just I didn't want you to steal it from me. No, it's okay. Actually, well, it was actually... On that was on radar. Friday when they got routed by the Braves. Yep. Twas, twas ugly. Yeah. He threw it... To, I forget who was batting... But the guy he struck out was the only guy in the Braves lineup that didn't get a hit, and he couldn't get it against <laughs> Frazier. All right, go ahead. Uh, mine is to the uh, San Diego Padres for clinching. Are they your new favorite team? No, but I like, this is the one chance to really yes. you know be a uh, a, a rider, uh, a, a, a phallus rider. So might as well get it in now. A dick jockey because you yeah. like uh, you like the Friars, huh? Do <laughs> do like the Friars, but. You know, I'm a big, big uh, regular. I'm a Fernando Tatis senior fan, so I, you know, got to show the love, you know, to uh, the junior as well. 
So now you just admitted to me that you like the Friars. I like the Friars. I don't think I ever disliked the Friars. Yeah, you do. Oh, you beat me. That was good. <laughs> that didn't even, uh, so Kyle, <laughs> Kyle has, has a very a wide range of music, and he's a he really likes um like acapella type uh, groups of performances uh, and groups that cover like boys to men and stuff like that. So he stumbled out of this video of this group called the Friars, which I assume is just like a like a college yeah, acapella a college group. And they're called the Friars, and they're just annoying, and they're not that good. And Kyle just bested me at his own game. <laughs> Kyle, you ever listen to Hell Scene? No. I'll show you them later. Are they like the Friars? No. Uh, Nothing's no. like the Friars. <laughs> Do you have a toast, Kyle? My toast of excellence is to Eric Kratz, who's getting his first major league strike out on knuckleball. And did you guys <laughs> see that? No, I didn't. It was a perfect knuckleball. No spin. No nothing. Yeah. Eric Kratz, revive his career as how, a pitcher. How old is he now? 38. Nice. Mass? <laughs> uh, mine is to Jose Abreu for my favorite quote of the week. Uh, when asked about potentially winning the AL MVP, he said, I'm my mom's MVP every single day, and that's what matters to me. I thought that was funny. It's a good quote. I like that. He wears the, he wears the number that he wears because his mom told him to wear it. Because nobody else wears a number like that in baseball, and so no one will forget who what he is. What number does he wear? 72? Nine. I knew that. Fucking figure it out, Ken. Yeah. Figure it out. What the fuck? <laughs> That's true. If I, if I waited, but I jumped the gun. I think also, since then, keep the homer streak going alive. Uh, Toast of Excellence to the White Sox, clinching a playoff spot. I think that's happened since the last time we were on. Also, Toast of Excellence to uh, the Rat and the Mass for being the two finalists in the MLB uh, Podcast League. Mass, check your team this week. Did you check it at all last week? Yeah. Oh, okay. None of my guys hit at all. They just wouldn't hit. Bullshit. I owe a gross shot for that. Yeah. When the league's over, whoever wins it gets to give him a gross shot. Kendall, you want to team up? Well, actually, you don't know that. You don't, because you're playing mock in the consolation game for seventh place. Am I? Yeah. I haven't checked it. But you should check it. That'd be so good. Just really. Yeah. (laughs) Be an eighth the whole time and then just consolation your way out of it. Rake him over the coals at the end. (laughs) That's such a Jeff move. (laughs) Also convinced Jeff doesn't own any other pair of pants besides those red ones. No. Because that's all I see him in now. (laughs) Uh, Any other toasts of excellence? Um, No. Mass, you wanted to do a sip of silence? First one's cracking, boys. Oh, yeah. Can't do a toast of silence without cracking. Say it, Ken. Cracking, lacking, back. How this guy become a beer drinker? (laughs) Uh, December 11th. All right. (laughs) Mass? Uh, Sip silence. Uh, Unfortunately, we got some bad news last night. Uh, James White was. Mox died. Mock is no longer, sorry. <laughs> just, the way you said we got some unfortunate, Mock's not here, but he had, went out in superhero fashion. <laughs> oh, oh Mass wasn't on the show when we used to do I that. <laughs> what happened? We used to, this is a serious thing we're doing, and I'm fucking it up. Do your serious thing, then we'll go to the fun stuff. All right. Uh, last night, uh, James White got some news that his parents were involved in a car crash. His father did not survive, and his mother is in the ICU. Uh, we hope for the best, and rest in peace for his father. Alright, funny stuff. So there was, when we were at Maple, Mock couldn't make it to a podcast 
and we had this big spiel the whole time throughout the podcast that like he 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 was in serious critical condition no no like joke on what just we talked about but like because like <laughs> he couldn't make it because he was in the hospital with like like third degree burns and like from from pulling a family from a fire yeah, of a, a burning car heroic on the, event yeah, always. on the way to the podcast and it carried over always there was a couple times he missed and it always it just kept going <laughs> but now he's just he died yep chicken death by chicken do you want to you want to run through potluck i don't know <laughs> what you, oh, he's he, he was getting ready to swing. That's what I he was know. getting ready to do. <laughs> I know he was. It's been a decent start to the show, and you're coming out swinging for the fences already? How about one, one quick sip of symbolism for, uh, did you see uh, City Field basically on fire as the Mets were no. losing to the Braves? <laughs> 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 right, it was fair. just so appropriate. Dumpster fire of a team. Mm-hmm. Explain. What happened? So I don't think it was, a, it wasn't exactly the field, but they showed this image that it was late in the game. And you look into the outfield, and you just see this black smoldering smoke. So I think one of the the places, the businesses behind, were like we're doing work, and it was just kind of like flaming up or smoking up. And it's like, yep, Mets are on fire. <laughs> Another horrible year to coming to an end. Oh wow, yeah, I see that. That's actually pretty funny. Also, we're doing our last spirit sampling, so everybody want to grab a bottle and face it. Oh my, yes, yeah. let's do this. Kendall, which one do you want? No, thank you. By the way, you can you have watch this one, the Kyle. gin. Yeah, I think I want the Doesn't gin. Look good. Is there any graves available? Because I will fight you for that. I, I mean, will fight neither of you. We could fight for the graves, but it, it's it's a it's a Kendall. tough battle. Kendall, that gin or a bottle of graves? What are you taking? Well, to get the job done, the graves you can't argue with. But I I really like gin. Which I one could... would you prefer? You have to pick one. What was the question? So would he take the gin or the graves? Oh, gin. Come on, Kendall. I would take the gin. I mean, you know. Okay. Would you rather bin? give up gin for the rest of your life or graves for the rest of your life? I like gin a lot, so I'd probably get rid of it. The graves is a new find, really. Would you rather give up scotch or fast food? Answer wisely there, Kendall. I'd probably, I'd probably give up scotch. There's so many other liquors you can drink. Well, I promise there's just so much good fast food. <laughs> That means you here. never get to eat at Sheets again. Well, Sheets is an experience. It doesn't really count as anything. <laughs> it's not fast food. It's not sit down. It's just sheets. Just good. Sheets. It's Sheets. Um, Shets. Shits. Uh So we're uh, sampling our first uh, oh, yeah. of the night. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretty much tell you. I'm not going to give you guys anything. I'm just going to tell you what it is and all that jazz. So Okay. <laughs> So go ahead and uh, smell. Massey already took his back. No, I didn't have any of that. Oh. It's clear I couldn't see it. <laughs> Kyle, what are you getting on the nose? Water. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall? I, since I most recently learned this, uh, I, I like like that elderberry type scent. And I, I, I get that a lot. Well, just... You don't even know what elderberry smells like. Well, so I had... I had a, a nip of elderberry vodka once recently, and that's the only reason I, I know that now. This is tequila. Is it? Yeah. It yeah. smells really sweet to be tequila. That's not tequila. I don't smell nothing. If that means anything from coming from me. Gentlemen? But we all know that I'm a boss, so I win 98.2% of the time. 
It's more than that, Kyle. Don't try and butter me up. Hmm. I fucking hate vodka. It's not vodka. Whatever the fuck it is. Gin. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I normally don't like gin, but that was actually really good. That was nice and smooth. It wasn't. I got some pepper on the nose, which I kind of liked. <laughs> I fucking hate it. But That's uh, pretty good. Paul, what was it? This was the higher end version of the Tangeray family. Tangeray 10. Tangeray 10. Mm. Oh, nice product you guys have. Tangerina 10. <laughs> and what makes it the Tangeray 10? Is it just distilled? Is it, is it, uh, I don't know how none of us did this. It's the blood of 10 can we, can we have oh a Can we have a second toast of excellence real quick? Because we forgot that... Frank Gore just played his 228th game, the most by any running back in NFL history. I didn't forget. He played for the Jets. <laughs> yeah. He forgot. <laughs> to Frank Gore. Frank biggest Gore. cock in sports. <laughs> Behind Brian Pumper. Is Frank Gore a Hall of Famer? Yeah. yeah. One, two. Kyle? I don't think he's first ballot, but I think he's a ball. Why is he not first ballot? It's just how I think they do their voting. It's not me. But why don't you think he's first ballot? I, I don't know. Do you think he's first ballot? Do I think so? Yeah. Do I think okay. the voters think so? No. I think he will be. He's like third all time in rushing. Hey, I didn't say I didn't think he was. All right. So this brings up: uh, Does hardware mean anything to getting Frank Gore in? Do no. you think? No. Not what for the career he's had. What about the accolades? What do you mean, like rushing titles yep. and shit like that? How many All Pros was Frank Gore elected to? Four. I'm going to go eight. Zero. Kyle is right. Frank Gore has zero wow. All Pros. Did not know that. He's always an underrated running back. He's never, he's never How the many number... second team All Pros does he have? Zero. Two. Two. Three. One. So, anyway, so we, I mean, we get the point. But, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's never the leading rusher. He's never, like, Top four. No, Frank Gore is the kind of running back where if you need two yards, he'll get you three. If you need five yards, he'll get you three. <laughs> no, Frank Gore will always get you what you need. The guy is great, but he's never the leading rusher. He's never the leading touchdown guy, but he's consistent in and out. And he's been consistent for somebody that's as old as he is. Why is uh, everybody kneeling down on the field? I think he's first ballot Hall of Famer because when you have the when you have the the accolade of being in the top five rushing all time kind of trumps all the other accolades. Like those other accolades matter. So like Eli Manning, for example, like somebody who I don't even know where he finished and everything, but like like somebody who's not the top passing yardage guy, somebody who's not a top touchdown guy, somebody who was never most yards, most touchdowns in a season type of thing. But he has the Pro Bowls, and he has some All-Pro appearances, and he's got two Super Bowls. Those things amp him up and make help his case. Right. But, like, Frank Gore doesn't need those things. Like, would Emmett Smith have gotten in first ballot without a Super Bowls? Yeah. Right. It's kind of the same thing. Leading rusher all time. Right. Leading rusher all time. Is Calvin Johnson a first ballot Hall of Famer? Calvin Johnson? Yeah. No. <laughs> Here we go. You don't think so? Not a first ballot, no. I thought he was just. I don't think he is either. I, I think he gets in. I just don't think he's first ballot. But like, 
but like, so Larry is Larry Fitzgerald first ballot? He yes. should be. But but why? So why would Larry Fitzgerald be first ballot? But Frank Gore wouldn't be. Longevity, and he was probably Frank. What do you mean longevity? Frank Gore's been playing forever. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about him versus Frank Gore. Megatron. Why would why would Fitzgerald not get? Why would Fitzgerald get first ballot over Frank Gore? They both have the same amount of Super Bowl appearances. Are oh, you talking to me? Yeah. Well, you're because you're the only one that says Frank Gore is not a Hall of Famer. No, I not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Well, do you think he's first ballot? I think so. I, Mass? Who? For Frank Gore. Yeah. So, but like, I mean. I guess it, when it comes down to it, like. Well, Frank Gore is never like. Larry the, also has more accolades than Frank Gore does. A lot more. But you also have to remember that the du- the, the duration of when Frank Gore and Larry Fitzgerald were at their peak was at a time when running backs were more valued than wide receivers. This is true. There were more running backs breaking the thousand yard plateau and being elite every single week than there were receivers. I'm going to stop you real quick. The reason why that they stopped was Jonathan Abrams um, got hit out of bounds and into one of the TV trucks and got knocked the hell out. So, nice. Scary. He's up. He's good. So, um, I mean, I personally think Frank Gore is a first ballot because, like Paul said, he was never the top rusher. But he always got you the yards you needed. There is nobody that could take Frank Gore down in his prime. And he's still running hard. He was the model of consistency. Yeah. Frank Gore is running just as well as now as he was 10 years ago. Well, the only thing keeping Frank Gore from having the success <laughs> that he should have had, just like um, just like Larry Fitzgerald, is bad teammates, bad coaching. Yeah. Other than that one year with Harbaugh and that one year for Fitzgerald. With Warner. Other than that, though, nothing really. I mean, pretty much nothing. So, some. I mean, Frank Gore went to th- three straight NFC Championship games with the Niners, right? He was on all three of those teams, I think. Yep. yep. You know, so it's like, oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> Flavor Town on Monday night, MegaCast. Oh nice. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I think, I think he is. so we we can do your your potluck now. Um. All right. One of my favorite things that happened from this weekend, I don't know if anybody watched the game. Um, the Rams beat the Eagles, and Carson went through three interceptions. Uh, as everybody knows, they don't have fans at the stadium. They still played the booing noise. Because the Eagles, Eagles were home. Yeah. Yep. Which is hysterical. Model of consistency for the Eagles, so good for them. Oh, do we want to do our NFL rundown? Yeah, we do that. Rundown. Oh! Do it. You want to do that, Kyle? Yeah. Bring it back. All right. Just, just pull up like ESPN and look. I just look at Fuck, I didn't watch every game. I just go based off of this shit. I'm going to go on Score Center. Do you have that? Yeah, that's what I'm on. All right, and just go to more. I'm, I'm on the. Right here. Just go to more. Hard to believe Flint Mobile has been. This app right here, Kyle. ESPN. I don't have that one. Okay, just go to wherever the scores for the games were. So that you can get your music queued up, Kendall. Over yep. There? Oh, who scored the touchdown? Kamara. Kamara. Yeah. Passing? No. Rushing. Good. You ready? Yeah. What's your first thing? Well, I'm going to start with Browns Bengals because it was Thursday. Oh, you can do that one. I'll start with Giants Bears then. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Turn it up. More. Week two of the NFL season's underway, and the GSWD Live crew is back with reviews. 
Thursday night, the Cleveland Browns played the Cincinnati Bengals. Baker Mayfield throws for an unimpressive 219 yards and a bullshit pick, while the running game proves fruitful as Chubb and Hunt combined for 300 yards of offense. Odell Beckham looked back to form. Joe Burrow playing like rookie of the year, but Joe Mixon keeps busting. Can Joe Burrow ever lead the Bengals to a win? TBD! Atlanta, Dallas, shit show in Dallas. Dak Prescott, Chief Guard, comes back because the Falcons are idiots. Will the Falcons get a win this year? DVD. Soldier Field, home of the Chicago Bears, hosting the New York Giants. Can Daniel Jones figure things out with Saquon Barkley? Unfortunately not, as Saquon goes down for the year in the Bears' 17-13 win, where the Giants came back and made it interesting. The defense for the Bears played well and then not well. Is Trubisky the real deal this year? TBD. Lions, Packers, Aaron Jones, pretty much on the whole team for the Packers. Rodgers stays hot, Lions stay cold. Will the Lions get a win? TBD. San Francisco 49ers looking to come off a bounce back win from their loss in Arizona against the New York football Jets. No problem. 31-13 after losing three quarters of their roster, including Nick Bosa for the rest of the year. Will this Raj Padge hodgepodge group of misfits get get out and win more games for the 49ers? TBD! Vikings and Colts in Indy. The Vikings suck again. The Colts battle the sucky team. Will T.Y. Hilton play better next week? TBD! The Tennessee Titans improved to 2-0 after a 33-30 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tannehill throws for 239 yards and four touchdowns, while Derrick Henry kept scoreless out of the end zone. But Minshew Magic throws three touchdowns and 340 yards with Robinson's century mark performance and DJ Shark adding 84. Are the Jaguars an actual force to be threatened with? TBD! Bills, Dolphins. Bills handled the Dolphins pretty easily. Allen throw for 417 and four touchdowns. Can anybody stop the six, seven foot monster? DVD. Rams, Eagles. Carson Wentz trying to get back to MVP form. The Rams coming in looking like the stud Super Bowl contenders they were years ago. Goff tosses three touchdown passes as Higby lights up the secondary. And Miles Sanders in his first game back looks impressive with 95 yards and a touchdown. The running back committee question marks? No more. They all got hurt for the Rams. Henderson looks like he's the guy now. Will he carry them like Gurley used to? TBD. Broncos, Steelers. Everyone on the Broncos got hurt. That means anything. Sutton comes back from an AC joint spring, tears his ACL. Steelers play low to this level of competition like they normally do. Can the Steelers get it done next week in Houston? TVD! Tampa Bay, Carolina. Tom Brady and the Bucks. Can they get a bounce back win? A lot of pressure. 31 17 to put the Panthers down to 0 2. Insult to injury, down goes McCaffrey. Tom Brady, 217 yards, still threw a pick. 
Leonard Fournette looked great. Evans, great. The Gronkowski connection, still not there. It's exactly what you'd expect. The big stars making big plays. But is Tom Brady still an interception machine? TBD. The Washington football team fly down to Phoenix, Arizona to play the Arizona Cardinals. Glendale. What? It's Glendale. Whatever. <laughs> we all know what that means. The Cardinals smashed the Washington football team 30 to 15. Why did they? Will anybody be able to stop DeAndre Hopkins this year? DVD. Chiefs Chargers. Battle of the AFC West. Tyrod Taylor, chest pains. Justin Herbert, no growing pains. Goes out and looks like a stud with 311 yards and a touchdown in an overtime loss. Austin Eckler, great on the ground. Keenan Allen looking like the Keenan Allen of old. But Hill and Mahomes, unstoppable. 23-20 and OT off the Bucker triple ice field goal. Uh, can Patrick Mahomes lead the team in rushing more? TBD. I fucked that up so bad. <laughs> the Ravens faced the Texans. Did the whole Brian fuck up that trade to make the Texans worse? We all think so. The Ravens pounce on the Texans 33-16. Will the Texans get it done? TBD. Sunday night football. Game of the week. Seattle Seahawks, New England Patriots. Game of the week. Super Bowl question mark rematch. Game of the week. <laughs> By far the best game that's going to be played this season. No doubt. Game of the week. Seattle holds on as time expires for a 35-30 victory. The irony here, should the Patriots have passed instead of run Game of on the, week. the goal line with time expiring? TBD. Game of the week. Monday night, the Las Vegas Raiders. First home game under Gruden in Las Vegas. That's Hosting the nice. 1-0 New Orleans Saints. Kamara in the backfield. Breeze throwing the huck. No Michael Thomas because injuries are key. Who? What big star will we lose tonight? TBD. I hope it's not Darren Waller. Or Kamara. Or Sanders. Should Derek throw a car throw in that ball? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do more homework for these. Yeah. We live together, so there's no reason we should kind of... I didn't know we were doing this. I forgot about him until I just thought about him. So there were some gems in that, though. Game of the week. (laughs) (laughs) The TBD thing is where it's at. I also like how we both casually got more and more... uh, I don't even know what accent that would be. It was very... Cadson. It was very Berman. Very Berman of you. Oh, yeah, I guess. I am Chris Berman. Oh, oh my God, you are. And you're watching... You can see me. You can see tonight. (laughs) Dude, throw the fucking ball. Wouldn't it be great if Chris Berman hosted 60 Minutes? Oh, that was the same play. Sorry. That was the same play. Hey, do you remember in our group chat when uh, Kyle posted the, the gif of, that said, Hater's gonna hate? Yes. He texted me, or he, he he went up to me and he goes, Hey, Paul, can you just say Kyle, I hate you real quick? And I was like, uh, oh, okay. And then he sent it right after. He's like, oh, good. It felt better to set up. <laughs> we have a game on here Monday night, and there's like a weird... So the game is on, but there's also like a fireside chat between just NFL players, celebrities, and Kirk Herbstreet. <laughs> Derek Carr can't hold on to the ball? Yes, he can. Uh, Shut uh, the fuck up, man. Last week, continuing with the uh, 
round table. I'm doing I'm doing the scores real quick for our weekly fantasy thing, and Kyle played Michael Thomas. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I told you to take him out. When? No, I told you to take out AJ Brown. That's the same person, right? Submit him to me. He is Brown. He's not even on the submission. Thomas, right there. That was last week, dude. Yeah, this week right now. No, that was, that was week one. No, it wasn't. Where's the other list you sent me then? I sent it to you in the text. Gee, thanks. Go ahead, Mass. This barn burner over. Josh Donaldson ejected as he crosses home plate. Oh, yeah. So funny. Left boob. Got it. <laughs> oh, but oh, left to me. All right, give it back. Let me see if I can hit the left one now. Stage left. Can I throw something else at you? What was the setup? Well, there goes my God. <laughs> So Josh Donaldson, uh, I actually I saw the ejection, but I didn't see what led up to it. Here. So he, I, like, I don't know what caused him to do it. He hit a home run, solo shot. He was crossing home plate, and he kicked a bunch of dirt over home plate. The ump ejected him, so he walked back and kicked more dirt on home plate. It was the fact that I think he threw a ball, and he called it a strike. He asked where the pitch was on the called strike before his pitch, and the ump got all butthurt about it, apparently. Well, I don't know why guys feel the need to argue with the umps. <laughs> Bless you. So, Paul, I don't know if you're watching, but... No, I, I, well, once you said that, I knew exactly what it was. This was called the strike. But that's the thing, though. It's, like, it, it's, it's human error. It's, it's, they, they have the, every umpire has a different strike zone. Yeah. And every fucking MLB player knows that. It's like, deal with it. Like, as long as there's consistency, who gives a fuck? Like, if, if it's a high outside... If it's high and outside and it's supposed to be a ball, but he's calling it a strike all night for your team, too, then you take that strike. You know you have to swing at those. Right, right, I, and that's been baseball for only forever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Josh Donaldson's quote afterwards: "There's no reprimand, no accountability for the guys that are making the decisions. Matter of fact, they don't care. They don't care at all. Most of them, they just want to get the game over with for the most part, and it's pretty sad." That's what everybody does when they get ejected. They go, "We got to fuck the refs. It's their fault. They suck. No one cares about us." <laughs> well, Joe West sucks, but whatever. Well, like anything. There's, there's... You threw a temper tantrum and you kicked dirt on home plate. Like, you won. You hit the home run. He can't say ball. Right. Like, yeah. you hurt nobody, but and then you, all you did was you hurt your team. You got thrown out, and then the White Sox came back and won that game. And your bat wasn't there, a hot bat that game, to be a difference maker. You, you Instead of being mad at the umpires, you should be, if I'm him, I'm more concerned with my, my teammates being mad at me. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's selfish. You know, your, your team is in a hunt, and you know, you're in a hunt. Thank you. But who'd you want AJ Brown taken out for? What else we got on the docket there? I don't remember you saying um, that. Kyle. I. This is about your team, and I'm not targeting because it's your team. Just know that ahead of time. Uh, the Phillies bullpen has a 7.05 ERA, which is the second worst in baseball history behind the 8.01 ERA by the 1930 Phillies. Seven of the 13 worst bullpen ERAs in history are the Philly uh, baseball teams. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> I'm not mad. Yeah, they've had a rough go of it. Dude, no matter what they do, no matter who they put in, doesn't turn out well. They don't, no matter who they trade for. They suck as soon as they get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, you know, 
Like, I don't blame Girardi. He uh, tried different things. So, Kyle, I would like to go back into the weekly thing. Now, you, you're right. You did not play Thomas because you didn't have that team. You did, however, play Kittle. Oh. I don't remember if I did. What it's right I? there. There's well, one. He, he was, like, out, like, Friday or Saturday, right? I've got to tell him. Um, Verlander announces he's getting Tommy John surgery. Yep, that's a big blow for them. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, well, especially now, because that's going to cause them to miss a lot of time next year. Yep. The whole season, right? Yep. Um, Maybe not the full season. Almost all of it, Some though. people recover differently. Like, a lot of people, everybody recovers differently from it. He could come back. Baseball like, started late, though, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So, he's going to miss a good portion. It's almost a year recovery for Tommy John. Yeah, they could have him back by the postseason. The season's going to start regular next year. They're right. not going to do He's like going to have to shake off that rust real quick. Oh, yeah. I didn't say he'd be good. Um, let's see. Um, Toast of Excellence, Chicago White Sox have clinched the playoff berth for the first time since 2008. So good for the White Sox. Over 100 years of franchise, only the 10th time they've been in the playoffs. That's not true. It is. 10 times? They've only been in the playoffs 10 times. <coughs> hey, one of the They've been in the playoffs 10 times and have three World Series wins. <laughs> hey, 3% right. of the time. 30% of the time, they're right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this was a fun statistic that I found. Um, Mike Trout is hitting for a 294 average, 385 uh, on-base percentage, and a 647 slugging percentage when he's at an 02 count. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> and he just gets bullshit if he wins the MVP. Just saying. He'll win it. It's bullshit if he does, though. No, I know, but... It just goes to show you that it's rigged. Yeah, the writers... It's a popularity contest. 100%. Um, Freddie Freeman apparently is leading the National League in average uh, RBIs and doubles. Yeah, He's... doesn't fucking surprise me one bit. <laughs> He's it... second in an odd base percentage. Uh, runs, walks. Uh, I don't know what OPS is. On base plus slugging. That. Uh, and slugging with just 29 strikeouts at 184 at-bats. This has to be his, his best season, right, statistically? I mean, probably. Well, just like circumstantially. Like, all these things are going his way. And yeah, he's always been this good, though. No, I know. It's but... bullshit. No matter who the Braves get, there's that one guy that's just going to be the fucking best player in the world. Well, you know what happened? Remember, it was the years and years. There's just some sh- random guy in their in their farm system, and turns out to be like an amazing pitcher. Now it's just kind of reversed. It's like they, <laughs> well, no, it was they were bad for one year, but Freddie Freeman was still a big thorn in everybody's fucking side. Fucking bullshit. Kendall, did we talk about the Mets getting bought? Last week? Uh, we did briefly. Did we? Just okay. guess, I couldn't remember if we brought it up. Uh, let's see. Who the fuck cared? They're, they're still going to get a bad team. It's his team, so I figured we talked about it. I'm just saying. Like, he knows. Hey, we, we always hope for the best. That's all we can do. Uh, let's see. Trade a ground to the Phillies. No. You already got Wheeler. <laughs> He's actually having a good year. Yeah, pretty good. He's pitching tonight. Yeah, it's losing 3-1. <laughs> Um, Lakers are up uh two nothing in the series on the Nuggets. Yeah, it's behind sad. Behind Anthony Davis's game winner last night. Yeah, he yelled Kobe. He yelled it afterwards. Doesn't count as much. Okay. 
Fine. I didn't know that. <laughs> Bleacher Report made it seem way different. Yeah, they tend to do that. At least the yeah, article. He shot it, then ran away yelling Kobe. Did it go in yet? Yes. Oh, it so it doesn't fucking count. No. But um, fuck the Nuggets. Win. <laughs> Win, damn it. <laughs> That's me, like, saying checkmate as I'm putting the game away. Nothing would personally make me happier than seeing, just because of the irony of it. I have nothing against any of the players or anything. Watching the Heat and Lakers go to the finals and LeBron losing to the Heat <laughs> would just be very funny to me. Um, but Celtics are down 2-1 for the Heat. They play again tonight. tonight. Um, it's looking like a very interesting series. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, let's see. Oh, Giannis won his second MVP. Yeah. Anything? Anybody? He's good. He had the best season in the league. It was just... Can't get it done in the playoffs. Yep. You think he leaves? I do. I don't think so. He already unfollowed everybody on social media. <laughs> you can follow him right back. He could. Uh, let's see... Trying to find a lot of the stuff is just highlights from the game last night, so it's hard to sort through it. Um, hmm. I don't know basketball nearly as well, but I, I am curious, and we'll pro- probably talk about this more in depth. But just kind of a how how much panic when you guys like like in in a series, and you, you end up you know depending what, what you are, how good your teams are not, how how much panic is being being down. Like two one, you know. Depends on the team. Could you expand on that a little bit more? Depends so, on the team. It also, de- like this year, doesn't mean anything compared to what it normally means because everybody's coming back from three one deficits. Well, no, because if you're down, if you're down two one, and you're the the higher seed team, that means that you're playing down a game on the road, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that makes a big difference. Whereas, like now, there's no really home court advantage at all. There's none at all. There's actually zero home court advantage. Um, so it doesn't really mean anything. But Kyle, it d- just depends on your team. Like, what it, what kind of team are you? You know, like, are you a team like like the Heat? Like the Heat are would be. I would be. I'd feel more confident playing down two games to one from the as the Heat than I would as the Celtics because the Heat are kind of that underdog mentality. Right. So. Well, yeah, I guess I was kind of was curious because I think. On paper, that the Celtics are kind of like a like the Bucks. They have to be leading in order to be confident, right? The Lakers. I don't. I think the Lakers are in the same boat. I think if they fall behind a little bit, like two zero, they're in some deep trouble. So, because it seems like it's uh, the shit on Paul George season. Uh, fun fact: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Clippers traded more first round draft picks for Paul George than Paul George had field goals in his last game. Yikes. Which is hysterical. I mean, it happens. It's, it's just, He's not good in the playoffs, Kyle. No, I didn't say he was. Is Jimmy Butler a better player? Than Paul, Paul George? George? Yes. Yeah. Paul George was just a very is a very, very big name from his time in Indiana. Since his injury, has not been the same. People, all, Everybody thinks he has been, but he's not even close. Like you said, it's, it's a namesake. Mm-hmm. You know they'll they'll defend the name until wheels fall off. That team just did not work together. 
Simple as that. And they probably won't work together at all. Mostly because they don't know what the fuck they're doing in defense. <laughs> in basketball, too, and you guys have said this repeatedly, that, that chemistry is just so important. Like, Super you know, teams don't do sh- well in basketball. Do they not? Lakers, or the, I'm sorry, the Warriors seem to do pretty well. I think in a, in a certain But they're aspect, a homegrown team, dude. Yeah. Besides Kevin Durant, they're all homegrown. Fair. Like, Bosh, Wade, and LeBron did not play well until, like, their second or third season. It takes time. You gotta get the chemistry yeah. together. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird, though, because I think as, as that group, they always, they made it to the finals every time, right? As, uh, well, the East was so weak then. Well, right. I, I understand that. I and mean, it, it's it, still very weak, but it's more competitive now. It's the whole thing. It's like you, you would imagine that team to win the finals every year out. I mean, they went, you know, and so say, hey, you're the best team in your conference. But I, I understand what you're yeah. saying. It's just, it's an odd, odd dynamic. All right. Um, does anybody have anything that I missed for basketball? Nope. All right. Um, I am going to transition into the NFL. Um this Sunday was the most injury-prone day that I can remember since I've been watching. Yeah, this. if you got through it, good for you. Uh, just to rattle off the list. Um, the 49ers. Well, hold on. So, as a whole. <laughs> Seattle, or Philip Dorsett was out. Uh, Nikhil uh, Harry got a concussion. Uh, Cam Akers got a uh, rib injury. Uh, Joe Noboom got a calf injury. Uh, Devontae Adams suffered a hamstring injury. When did he get a concussion? Uh, towards the end of the game. Did he? Uh, Tyrod Taylor got injury. Uh, before the game, admittedly, but he was still hurt. Uh, Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. Sterling Shepard has turf toe. Carolina Panthers running back McCaffrey uh, exited with the high ankle sprain. He's out four to six weeks. Dolphins quarterback Byron Jones is out with a groin injury. Uh, Malik Hooker tore his ACL. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. Paris Campbell didn't tear his ACL, but he's out for a while. Uh, all right. So the most injury-prone team this week, San Francisco 49ers. Nick Bosa tore his ACL. Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a high ankle sprain. Raheem Mostert suffered an injury that's still not yet disclosed. Uh... Tevin Coleman has a knee injury and is doubtful to play. Solomon Thomas tore his ACL. Richard, Sh- Richard Sherman was injured. I can't remember what it was. I think it was an ankle, but I can't remember for sure. The funniest fact that I... I shouldn't say funny. The saddest fact that I can find... about Two facts about the 49ers. First one was... They were late getting to New York and landed at 4... Or got to the hotel at 4 a.m., because their plane was hit on the runway by a bus. <laughs> what? Then, after the game, they asked for an ambulance to come to the hotel or wherever it was they were. The ambulance broke down. <laughs> the worst injury. It was the MRI truck. That's what it was. Unbelievable. The MRI truck broke down. Um, like Kyle said, Drew Locke suffered, suffered right shoulder injury. Corton Sutton tore his ACL. Uh, Tack McKinley suffered a groin injury. Uh... Anthony Barr tore his peck. Excuse me. Um, Chris Hogan took an uh, wrist in, or a rib injury. Rashad Perryman's out with an ankle injury. 
Uh, Philly's guard tore his ACL, I believe. <coughs> Jacksonville center uh, exited with a knee injury, and DJ Hayden was evaluated for a concussion. You're just going to say the, the center? What's his name, man? Uh, Brendan Linder. Okay, thank you. Uh, Dawson Knox exited with a concussion. Washington guard Brandon Sheriff exited early with the Cardinals with a knee injury. Kansas City had Frank Clark exit because of an illness. Uh, Daryl Williams suffered an ankle injury. <sighs> this list is exhausting. I'm almost done. Houston, Texas fullback Cullen just – I can't even say his name. Gillespie was evaluated for a concussion, and Tavon Young suffered the season-ending left knee injury. Uh, Jerry Judy was knocked out of the game with a knee injury, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> so five. You know what's impressive? Out of all those guys, James Conner didn't get hurt. That's right. That's ACL tear later. Not much worse. Okay, he's done for next week now. Yep. Which, again, that is the most injury-prone game I, or injury-prone day I've ever seen in the NFL. And That's why preseason is important. But nobody got hurt last week. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, so there are certain injuries that come from not being up to game speed yet. And, and also, I think sometimes it's just bad luck. I think it's it's definitely a little of both. Um, I've heard – now. I've actually, I've always heard this, which is interesting. And the players were really saying it yesterday. I've always heard that that Meadowlands field is not great. Yeah, and I'm kind of nervous because we're going to play there in two weeks. And I don't understand how because I mean that's not even like you'd think like a place like Chicago that gets beat by the weather day in and day grass. out, and it's like that's like much better in every way. It's like like what what's going on in the Meadowlands? Nothing. Well, the Jets are trying to cheat, but they're not good at it. <laughs> they only know to sabotage themselves. <laughs> it's just it's sad. Um, but. I mean, San Francisco looks like they're not going anywhere right now. Their best pass rusher's out. Their best running back's out. Their quarterback is out. Hey, McKinnon's there to shine, big. I know. I just picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> I mean, I think we could all agree Nick Mullins is going to turn some heads. I'm so scared for Nick Mullins. Wait, Garoppolo, they said it's not as bad as I thought. No, but he's out for a couple of weeks, I think. No, there's day-to-day. Is he day-to-day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I saw a wrong injury report then. Um... Big Dick Nick Mullins. Yeah, he's the truth. Yeah, he is. I love him. Just scares me. Um, you love him? He's so much fun to watch. He was like Gardner Minshew, except he wasn't as good. Right. <laughs> and has zero style. Um. So, the Rams signed Cooper Cup and Robert Woods this week. My favorite thing is that people were adding the LA Twitter Rams handle. They responded saying, friendly reminder, we don't have answers to your salary crap questions. We have no idea how they do this, <laughs> which is just very funny. Um, let's see. Against the Browns, Joe Burrow was hit more times than his entire 2019 season at LSU, which is crazy. Yeah, that was the offensive line with no joke. It's also no, the it's... only time he's ever lost back-to-back games in his, in his football career. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. Went to the Bengals. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, let's. You know see. what though? They're not a bad team. Ben Roethlisberger finished with more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley, so that's pretty impressive. Again? Yes. That's right. Uh, Fat man. 
<laughs> oh my god. Anytime he runs the ball, it is like the most slow moving play of all time. And you know he's he's like ten yards past the line of scrimmage and still pump faking. It makes, <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean, it works, I guess. So, Titans were the Monday night game last week. No, we were. It was it was Steelers, Steelers Giants, Giants, and then Broncos Titans. They did the doubleheader last week. Okay, you were Sunday night. That's right, Sunday night. So, fun fact: in the Sunday night or in the Monday night game. Uh, Steven Gostkowski went from this is the game where he missed four field or four field goals I think uh, it was a three three and an extra point it was something like that uh, he went from the fifth most accurate kicker to the eighth most accurate in that one game wow bummer for him huh yeah so shame on him yeah, he made um, a fifty yard yesterday <laughs> to win the game earning his stripes back uh, let's see. Gardner Minshew is the first Jaguars player with three touchdown passes in three consecutive games in franchise history. He's the real deal. I'm all on board the Minshew trade. I love him. Here's the thing, though. If the Jaguars end up with the first pick, they do pick Trevor Lawrence. It's a mistake. They're not going to get the first pick. If they do. They're not going to, though. The Jets will get the first draft pick. I get they're not going to, if they do. But they're not going to. Just uh, interesting <laughs> fact about DeAndre. <laughs> interesting fact about DeAndre Hopkins. Turns out that they may not have shopped him to the entire league because Washington had no idea that he was available. I can kind of place some blame on Dan Snyder though from just being, you know, terrible head of his own ass. That too, but you know, the Steelers should have jumped in on board on that. <laughs> I'd agree with you, but Kyle, you say that about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your point. <laughs> Um, Why wouldn't they? Listen, you're right. When you're right, you're right. (laughs) Thank you. So, kind of love the apple pie. (laughs) I kind of (laughs) do. So, do we want to go into uh, the kind of power rankings thing that I wanted to do tonight? Uh, Did you want a break first? Well, yeah, we're going to take a break. We're not going to have time for that. Yeah, Yeah. bracket break. Bracket break. I win. Okay. Air Bud Uh, wins. What? Do do you want to do your last spirit before we go on break? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Alright. Uh, smells like semen. It kind of smells like semen. It actually s- smells... I don't... Come on, say it. Say it. Say it. You know you want to say I don't know it. why I'm getting like a whiff of the ocean. No, it smells like semen. Well, once again, elderberry for sure. <laughs> 100%. Just say it. Kendall? Say it, Kendall. It, it doesn't smell like semen. <laughs> Okay, first of all, you didn't even give him like a chance to talk, man. Gotcha, go ahead. There's nothing to talk about. So I'm not gonna do like the breakdowns on this one. Just let you guys smell. Hmm. Talk it smells like an ordinary gin. That was really good. That was very. That was kind of fruity. Is this one a gin? I was expecting something very similar, and it was very different. Yeah, it, I thought uh, like when it came down, I thought it was gonna burn at first. It had like a very initial burn. It was over very quickly and just finished very smooth. I liked that a lot. Yeah, I, I, you know, me as, as a, a homer for certain alcohols, I, I was that gin. I, yeah, I haven't had a. I've that had was a, delicious. Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> yeah, if you want some more, you can have some more. And I think there's a lot of brands that I think just. I never thought I would say that again. 
This was the Beef Eater 1020. <laughs> no, this is a Monkey 47, a Schwarzwald dry gin, hmm. German. It's an Applejack. It's a dark forest gin. It's made with 47 botanicals, hence the 47. Um, and every bottle comes with a ring, which is uh, more of a <laughs> Eastern European ode. The bartenders will like wear the rings and things like that to give them away. Um, but it is a high-end gin-forward cocktail gin um, that retails at around $65 a liter. Wow. I can see why. That was delicious. It's a pretty cool-looking... looks like the real like real deal. Like, like That's liquor right there. <laughs> that's liquor. You know, for a guy that's so dumb, he was so good. Who? Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to break. We'll see you guys on the other side live in the PPRN Radio Network. Break and break. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Douches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we're back. Douche Nation. Mass, take it away. Do you want to do your spirit first? Oh, yeah, we can start with the first spirit. Smell it. Spirit. The spirit of Massachusetts is the spirit of America. Paul, Ramon Josie won the Norris Trophy. Hmm. A lot of Yossi. oak and elderberry. <laughs> yeah, this is Roman Yossi. All elderberry here. <laughs> Ramon Josie. <laughs> it's Roman Yossi. Oh, that was potluck shit we didn't talk about. What? Um, fucking... Oh, God, I'm blinking now. Stars, uh, lightning? No, um... Uh, I skipped it because he said he didn't want to talk about we hockey. We don't talk hockey here. Even though this is hockey. The Oilers guy won the Hart Trophy? No. Um, Kenny Galladay playing week three. I think this is, I saw some of the first time ever that these two Southern NHL teams are playing like with the farthest north oh. possible, something, something like that. Alex Petrangelo will not be rejoining the Blues next year. Yeah, I'm well aware. That's huge. You know what yeah. that means? That's big for you. Means your front office sucks. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. I'm well fucking aware. <laughs> I'm not. How the fuck are you not going to bring Petrangelo back? Because they don't value him as much as the other guys. Clearly. Hey, talk to your front office, not me. So I'm getting notes of vanilla. Okay. Getting notes of I gotta take another shit. Do it. You should be doing this too. Mm-hmm. I gotta like this, Paul. Probably not. I mean, you can imagine what it is right off the nose. I hate it. What is it? Bourbon. Nope. It smells like bourbon. Sketch. Hmm. I don't know the difference between bourbon scotch and whiskey till the nose. Oh, it's just all terrible. Yeah. It's rum. There's another there's another sweet thing. Is it rum? It's rum, so you're gonna get sugar cane, which is the sweet thing you should be getting. You'll get yep. vanilla. Is there oak? Some mildness to it, not really. Rum doesn't you don't really get oakiness out of the rum that much. Yeah, you get maple though. Kendall. Maple Cheers. Lab. Marzipan. Go ahead, Kyle. Knock it back. Just take the shot. I like that less than I did the gin. It sucks. <laughs> Actually, it's not a big rum fan. That wasn't that bad. It's a sipping rum. It's not a shot rum. It's not <laughs> bad, but it, I like the gin better. It yeah, fucking I, sucks. That's what it is. This is Brugal 1888. I think that just made my bid for my favorite rum ever. 
Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, until the end of the hour. I mean, Kyle, compare, have you ever done like a shot of like Captain Morgan or Lady Blah? Yeah. <laughs> Remember what I did in uh, college with Lady yeah. Blah? Yeah, but so that compared to that, big difference. The Soulzinator shit himself from it. How do you shit your... Right. Dude, no, all right. Don't want to know. I don't want to... So not not on the air. Not no, on the air. No, they're going to hear it. I was so drunk, dude. Because in college, it was a big deal when I drank. So I didn't ever have to pay for alcohol. They're like, so do you want to drink? I would always say no. Always. And this kid came. That graduated two years ago. John Almonte. Not two years ago from now. Two years ago from when that happened. Yeah. So I was a senior. I was a junior. He was uh, he was a senior, I was a freshman. So then I was a junior, he was out of college. He goes, walked in my room, same dorm, by myself. Souls. Yeah, what's up, John? Hey, Ben, good, great. You want to drink tonight? Can't say no to you. So, <laughs> so I did. And Mass, I kid you not, and Cole Hamill was as my witness. I probably had an equivalent of about 24 shots that night. God damn, Kyle. 24. I like Cole Hamill as my witness. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty, pretty drunk that time. I, I wasn't there. So I was Jeff on the called him. So I threw up. <laughs> I, 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 that was, was a funny day. I, was not, I fell asleep on the bed, threw up, face down on my pillow. And then I got thrown up on by another kid. <laughs> <laughs> Only Kyle that would happen to. So I want to I wanna share something with the class. And I'm curious to see the initial okay, reactions. All. all right. Are we learning fucking math today? All right, I want everybody looking real quick. Five seconds. Paul, that includes you. Ready? I'm in. I'm in. What is it? Natural light Baja blast. Is it real? Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious because Kyle hates Baja blast. <laughs> I mean, that's a game changer. That's you... a new Natter day. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's see how much it is. <laughs> Pricing it out. Find it. I finally found a bush latte in the store. I know you bought them for the softball game. Yes. That's from the Natural Light Twitter. So, um, so anyways, I will now take it away as Paul uh, introduced in the beginning of uh, the new hour. Um, I wanted to go through and uh, talk uh, pretenders and contenders and see where we end up with this. Um, it's like a who's real, who's not. Yeah, pretty much. That's what he just said. Kind of put it different words. <laughs> wow, you uncapable swine. So, the, the Arizona currency, as you call it, not a good thing. Um, the Arizona Cardinals finished off last year at 5 and 10. People thought that they were going to improve this year. Are you, you know? sure? Are you sure they finished 5 and 10? Reasonably. Yeah? You want, you want to think about it again? 2019-2020, they finished 5, 10, and 1. Sorry. Okay, thank you. I had to make sure. I had to make sure that there was another game in there. Um, you know, people thought that they were going to improve. Defense got a little bit better. Um, they signed DeAndre Hopkins. Had a good draft class. They're currently 2-0 and just beat one of the two uh, Super Bowl uh, contestants from last season. And Kyler Murray is looking like he is on right now. Uh, side note, NFC West currently, 7-1. and The only loss is to another NFC West team. Hmm. 
So, Cardinals, are they real or are they fake? Oh, they're real. And I think they're real for a couple reasons. One being that they have a healthy Patrick Peterson. They have another year of Kyler Murray. They have DeAndre Hopkins now. That gives them a true number one. So Christian Kirk could be a number two, learn from him. Fitzgerald's still the leader. Yep. But he doesn't have to do as much. They have somewhat of a respectable running game. You know? Their offensive line's getting better. Yep. They're, uh, I don't think Isaiah Simmons has done a lot, but he brings another aspect to them. They have a game changer on defense. You know what I'm saying? Living, living with these hot takes right now, so it's good. You know I wouldn't say what you're saying. It's hot takes. Just we're overreacting week two. Yeah, you're right. But I do think the Cardinals are going to stay in the playoff punt all year. Kendall. I think it's a real deal uh, for a lot of the reasons Kyle just mentioned. But I think it's important to note, too. So this was a, a fourth-place team last year. So it means they have the easiest schedule out of the division now. Granted, they play in a tough division. But the style of the football they're playing right now that's working, I think, will be a benefit, you know, playing a, quote, weaker schedule, you know, than, than other teams. And so – you know, everything kind of falls in their favor, so I think it's the real deal. Cardinals are also facing a fourth-place schedule this year, yep. which helps them supremely. Um, Paul? I think they're the real deal for sure. Yeah. Um, I was going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers, and then the rash of injuries hit, so it's not fair to talk about them. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, currently 1-1. One one. They lost in what was... Sometimes a close and sometimes not so close contest against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, and then they put the smack down on the Carolina Panthers, admittedly without Christian McCaffrey. Brady has thrown interceptions in back-to-back games, which is, until recently, very uncharacteristic for Brady. Um, their defense has played well, personally, what I thought. Uh, what do you guys think? Which way are they trending? Are they trending up? Are they trending down? They're only going to get better. Yeah. I mean, he's still – I mean, he, Mike Evans isn't hard to get on the same page with. They're still figuring out their running identity. Um, and, I mean, you got to figure Brady isn't on the same page with Gronk or O.J. Howard yet, and you know how much he loves his tight ends. They got pass-catching backs. They don't have Godwin. They didn't have Godwin this week, and they looked very scary offensively. I think they're only going to get better. Yeah, it's the real deal. I mean, we – the Saints are good football teams. It's not a surprise that the Saints beat – the Buccaneers in the first game of a season where there was no you know, chemistry. It's their first time playing you. together, you know? So, like, they're not... With no the, offseason. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, they're not on the same page. Like, they're miss... You don't know if, like, they're running the wrong routes or Brady just missed the throw. Brady's throwing a lot more than he has in years past. Yep. So. Okay. Um, he also, for the first time in his career, doesn't really have that safety blanket receiver. So he's kind of, like... I don't want to say relearning, but, you know, he's got a... He doesn't have a Welker. No, this, this is approach. a stretch-the-field team, for sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Johnny Cueto, by the way. Paul, do you want <laughs> to talk about the Bears or no? Go ahead. So, Bears are 2-0, and uh, have won two very close contests in back-to-back weeks. Um, Trubisky played well for a good portion of them. Uh, Trubisky played well the whole game against the Giants. He didn't play well all game against the Lions, which is no. He great. played he played really well in the fourth quarter. Yep, and, and then played all. He played really well against the Giants. Both yep. interceptions were not his fault. No, I agree with that. 
Um, who do the Bears play next week? Atlanta. Yep. So the Bears play a team that has lost to the Cowboys, which we'll get to. And who did they lose to the first week? Falcons. Um, Falcons played. Oh my god! They had a lot of yards. I have no idea who they uh, played. They lost to the Seahawks. Thank you. Wow. Um, so I think that'll be a good test for Trubisky. This is his contract year, correct, Paul? Yeah, I mean, technically. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a good test for Trubisky because the Atlanta Falcons' defense is trash. It's going to be a good test for the Bears' defense, who has not shown up yet. That's fair. The Bears' uh, defense has not been good. They have they have absolutely no pass rush yet. They have had zero pass rush in two games against two teams with bad offensive lines. Paul. Is your team for real, or are they pretenders? My team, it doesn't matter if they're for real or for pretenders. This year is entirely based off of figuring out what you have in Trubisky before you have to cut ties with him or sign him. Kyle? doesn't matter if they're for real or not. It, it, it makes no difference if they're for real or not. Well, that's what we're doing right now, so we're going to ask the question. Kyle? I think they're what they are. That's that's my answer. I think they're what, they're what they are. They're a team that can compete to make the playoffs. They have the talent to do it. They can make the playoffs. They will not go to the Super Bowl. They will not have a six and ten season. They will be. They're somewhere between an eight and twelve win team. I know that's a big window, but that's the upside versus downside. They they can be an eight and eight team like they were last year, or they can be a twelve and four team like they were the year before. That's it's all about figuring out Trubisky, and honestly, Nagy. Cal. I think they're a, I think they're a contender. Um, Trubisky's playing better. Got to remember, he only played one year of college, so that plays a big effect. He wasn't yes. he wasn't ready to start right away. If they had a better quarterback to sit under a couple of years, he probably would be a lot better. But they didn't, so it is what it is. I think their defense is going to get better as the year goes on. A couple of new pieces and stuff. So they didn't have Robert Quinn against the Lions. But with him there, they had a better defense last week. You know, their, divi- their division, the Vikings are taking, I, I personally believe they're taking a step back. And the Lions are the Lions. Yes. They got to play the Packers, but we've seen the Bears play well against them. So, so Kyle says contender. Kendall. Bears are the real deal. Um, you know, the recipe is there. You know, when, when they're doing what they should be doing, running the ball, it's a perfect team to run the ball, <laughs> to set up the pass. Don't do too much. They got into trouble when they, they, they started getting cute. And you know what? It's the NFL. You're going to give up points. It yep. doesn't mean like you have to change your recipe entirely. You give up points, you stick to what's working. They got into trouble when they started doing different stuff and panicking and going this really, you know, stretching the field. Just stick to what you know. You'll win. They're not going to be good until the defense steps up. Trubisky is not. The Trubisky. play from behind guy? No, it's not, he is a play from behind guy. They scored 21 unanswered points. He's he can play from behind, but Trubisky is the the amount of times that he's going to go out and win you a football game like he did for the Lions game is rare. He's a game manager. He is a for lack of a better terms, he's like a poor man's Deshaun Watson. He can't he he can't make the throws on the run. He's not as accurate of a passer. He's not as fast, but he's mobile. He can extend drives. 
he can manage games. He can be a time manager, and that's what he needs to be. He need he can't be, and in today's NFL, they want every quarterback to be Mahomes. Know your team. That's what it comes down to. Know your team and play to your strengths. That's what it really comes down to. The Bears' strength is an absolute unit of a committee in the run game. With the hotness of Cordero Patterson and what who knows what he can type of do, um, going into like a yeah, Cordero Patterson's like that trickery guy. He's got speed and size. He's not easy to take down. And if Cordero Patterson, I mean, he's only done two games of this so far. If Cordero Patterson runs runs a ball up the middle and breaks through that front line and has any amount of open field, he's gone. Watch out, because that guy can make everybody miss. Tariq Cohen, shifty as shit, great in the passing game, and David Montgomery showed in that that little dink and dunk pass where he he went out in a flat route and adjusted up the field on somewhat of a streak route where he got the dump from Trubisky and turned it into a touchdown. Came all the way back inside. <laughs> right, I'm saying like that, and that was very Matt Forte esque yeah. that, that run. But well, that's high praise come from Paul. But like they, they're a running team. They're a running team that has big. For the first time, the Bears have big bodied, fast receivers. To complement their running game, but they need to use it the right way. They're not going to be the real deal though until their defense can step up. That's fair because in a, in a game like a game against the Giants, especially without Barkley, there's no reason that the Bears shouldn't. The Bears should have won that game seventeen to nothing. And I I personally have a gripe against that that pass interference call against Eddie Jackson. I also oh I wanted to talk about that. Can we I, talk about, about it? It's later? a rule that needs adjustment. I, I don't know. If you're playing the ball, if your eyes are on the football and you're playing the ball and you bump into the receiver. Not your fault. You're playing, you're playing you're the playing, ball. If, the, if a wide receiver was playing the ball and trucked over a linebacker watching the ball, it would never be an OPI call ever. That Seattle interception versus Cam Newton was the exact same thing, except the receiver didn't tumble to the ground after playing the ball, knocked into the receiver. Right. Same exact thing. Exactly. All right. Go on, Mass. Buffalo Bills. 2-0 and currently. Josh Allen is thrown like a monster right now. Defense looks a little shaky. But they're 2-0 and right now, looking command of that division. Are Patriots. You, go ahead. Are you going to cover the Patriots on this as well? Yeah. All right. My answer for this is the exact same answer I'm going to have for the Patriots. I do not have an answer for you until those two teams play each other. Fair. Um... I mean, Josh Allen is throwing it around like crazy right now. He had, what, 400 yards last game? Something like that. Three, yeah. three touchdowns. You know, he's looking accurate. He's looking really good. He looks like a very improved quarterback. He's scary. He's scary good. Yeah. I mean, really that is. fucking that fucking stiff arm that he put Kyle Van Noy into the <laughs> ground with. You awesome. can't bring this kid down. But moving on to no, the Bills haven't beat noticeable competition yet. They've played the Jets and the Bills. And they've performed like they should. They beat teams that they should beat. We're only two weeks in, and it's divisional games. Weird things happen in divisional games. We all know that. Kyle, how do you feel about the Bills? Parts of me want to say pretender. Parts of me. Okay. Because they, in my opinion, they should have lost to the Dolphins. But they ended up pulling it out. Yeah, but I mean, but that's the same type of deal, though. Like, no, no, like, I, I think parts. No, of I know, I but say. I'm saying though, but like that's what the good teams do. Yep, games that they sh- that when they play poorly. I mean, how many games have you watched that the Steelers should have lost that they won? A lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, but the good teams they find a way. 
even when they're playing garbage. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying the Bills are a prestigious team, but when you're when even when you're playing like garbage, you find a way. All it takes is one drive. Not even one drive. All it takes is one or two plays, and you win the game. But that's what I'm saying. Like the good team, they just find a way at one yep. point or another. So like, even if that's, I mean, like if this is how the Bills win every game and go 14 and two, yeah, I'm gonna have question marks about what they can do in the playoffs if they go down big or something like that. But at the end of the day, that's just how some teams win. Some teams are scrappy. That's what they do. Kyle, what are you finishing on? Pretender or contender? I'll say contender for now. Okay. Kendall. Uh, subject to change. I think the Bills are contender. Um, you know, my grip will always be, and it's, it's, not a, it's not a great argument. I just, a team with all the hype, I just, I, I want them to blow the teams they should out of the water. But, you know, it's football. Another thing, weird, weird thing that happened, which will throw off everything, was that would delay Yes. In the game. So your timing is off. It's basically starting from scratch again. So mm-hmm. that kind of played into it. But you know what? Like Paul it's just also said, two divisional games. Let's right. remember that. Divisional yeah. games are weird. When the Rams sucked, we had no business competing with Pete Carroll Seahawks. And you know, we would always find a yeah. way to beat them. Yeah. The I, say I say they're a contender off of because week two, you can't, you're not talking Super Bowl, you're talking playoffs. Yeah. I can't think of another team. So what, right now, the way it's looking. You right now on paper, the way it's looking is Chiefs for sure, right? Ravens for sure, Steelers for sure, because there's seven playoff teams now. Yep. yep. So Steelers for sure, um, Tennessee for sure, especially in that division, Tennessee for sure, and then from there, it, it, I mean, even Bills Patriots. I mean, if the Raiders win tonight. I'll throw the Raiders into that mix. Yeah. Chargers, still not sure. I, you don't know what you're going to get at Justin Herbert for the whole year, and their defense is not playing super great. They're not bad, but they're not playing super great. The Broncos are a dumpster fire. <laughs> Texas doesn't look good. The Texans don't look good right now. Nope. nope. The Jaguars, I, I mean, Hold on. it's slow, fun. Slow, slow down with your well, role, because no, we're just, getting to a lot of these, too. Well, yeah, but you're asking me my question. I'm giving you my answer. This is my answer. Like, all these teams, like, this is – so. Playoff-wise, they're a contender. Even if they don't win the division, they still make the playoffs. Okay. That's good. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. They're for real. Yeah, they're a contender. And not even in a biased standpoint. They got their quarterback back, which yep. is the most important thing. It's the only thing. Yeah. There's nothing else you, <clears throat> There's nothing else to say. Like, like, the concern was, can Ben make the throws? I think he's proven that he can make those throws. And and the only reason I'm throwing this in is because yeah. yesterday was a one-score game. Mm-hmm. And up until the end, the Giants was a one-score game, too. Well, yeah, the Steelers' the game Steelers... was the same way. The Steelers and the Bears played their games the same way. They dominated the majority of the game and then let up at the end. They okay. let the teams get back into it. Okay. Well, you so, think about it. So, in the Broncos game, the Broncos came into that game as a decent team. Yes. Right? Then they got hurt. Yes. Then they were a bad team. Yes. And that's when the Steelers don't like to play their game. Yes. No, it's, but that's not really what it is. I mean, we always make that joke, but that's not what it was. The Steelers did the same. I was watching both games. The Steelers did the same thing as the Bears did. They knew that they, if they needed to, they had it in their mind. If we need to, we can score on this defense. But we don't need to take any risky plays. We're going to run it. And if we don't get it, we trust our defense. And then the, both defenses did the same thing. Too early, they played the... We're protecting the first down marker. Well, protecting the first down marker is great on third and five. It's not good on one and ten. Because on one and ten, 
You're going to give up chunk plays. You're going to give up five-yard plays, and then a three-yard play, and then a two-yard play, and now it's first down. Yep. And then you're giving up a five-yard pass, and then a three-yard run, and then a four-yard pass, and now it's first down. And the yep. next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, we're, we're at the red the zone. We're the 10-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then they score, and that's what happens. And the Steelers and the Bears, I think, are the same type of team in the aspect of both teams have very dominating defenses from 20 to 20. They can never seem to – I mean, they did yesterday. You guys got a safety yesterday, but that was more on the Broncos' fuckery than your guys' own. Yeah, gave it right back, too. Right. But I'm saying – but, like, that was more on the Broncos fucking up than, than you right. guys. But, like, the the Steelers are never a team that's like, oh, they're on the one. They're getting the safety. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then when it comes down to the other side, oh, they're on the goal line. They're probably going to give up a touchdown. Like, they're bad red zone defenses. The Steelers have a good red zone defense. No. Not the past few years you haven't. All right. Uh, final words. Steelers, contender or pretender? They're a contender. They're contenders. They got it – just it's, Ben being back showed how important it is to have a quarterback that can make throws. Okay. Because we've um, talked about it earlier. The receiving core – I don't think the receiving core is any different this year than it was last year. And I, po- I apologize. What I'm going to do is I'm going to – just because we want to get into baseball too. Uh, I'm we do? I'm going to start a little bit just to talk about the playoffs a little bit. Uh, I'm going to give you guys two minutes because there's a couple more of these I want to go through. You guys consensus, and then I'll bracket break, and you guys Well, the baseball talk is, if we need to push it off another container. Vic Fangio, Pete Carroll, and Kyle Shanahan were all fined $100,000 for not wearing masks on the sidelines. Oh, wow. They warned them. I didn't realize they refused. I, I, or... I mean, I saw that they weren't, but I just figured that it was, every time I saw them on TV, they just didn't have So, did they fine every player that wasn't wearing a mask when they weren't on the field? I don't know. Nope. Um, Tennessee Titans. In my opinion, they're a pretender. Just for record's sake, uh, won 16-14 against the Broncos, 33-30 against the Jaguars. Go. I don't think they look good. Like, the Broncos, in my opinion, didn't play bad against them. So, again, what's the definition of contender at this point? What's the definition? Playoffs. Then you can't say they're a pretender. I just don't like the way they played. Like I think they're getting. That's fine, by. but who's going to beat them in that division? You're right. I'm just saying. I because the col- the Colts have looked. Let's let's change this up. They can contend for a Super Bowl. If you put them up against playoff teams, they would play to get into the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they can. I don't think they can. I think they can because we've seen it time and again. When you get deep into the playoffs, having a passing game is great, but if you can grind out first downs on the ground, you can win. Yeah, but their offensive line's not the same. He's not really running that great so far this year. He's getting stuffed a lot. Look, I, I just you're gonna like, get this is what you're gonna get out of Kyle hates the Titans. I just don't He hates Derrick Henry. No, but you do. You hate Derrick Henry. I don't hate him. You do Kyle, you've been I on just, record on I the do. show saying Derrick Henry's not good. You don't like Derrick Henry. They're not a contender in my eyes. And that tight that Titan team will never be a contender in my eyes. I think they're a uh, contender. I think they're going to be the representative from the AFC South. Um, I just think that, you know, Houston is showing to be kind of very disappointing. I think that will be the trend all year. Well, they've also started um, off on a very hard schedule. This is true. This is true. I, I agree. Um, I mean, but if you're going to be a contender, those are the teams you got to beat. Right. you got to beat them from time to time. Yeah, I think, you know, there was there was a, a chance for a moment that it looks like the Jaguars were going to pull it out at the end. But, you know, the, the teams that are... Erdovich, she doesn't know how to pull out. Hey, well, Kyle, Kyle, just a heads up. That's true, but the, the Henry, Titans, I mean, it's only know, two games. And he's averaging hundred yards a game. I don't know. It's not impressive in my eyes. 
What, averaging 100 yards a game? No, just that team. Paul. What? Contender or pretender? Contender. Kyle. You said pretender already. Kendall. Contender. All right. Moving on, we are going to look at uh, <laughs> kind of a hot topic on this show. The Cleveland Browns. They beat the fucking Bengals. Not a, a, the, next. Okay. This isn't even like a question about a contender or pretender. Let's see them contend once, and then we'll <laughs> talk about contender All or right. pretender. Indiana, or I'm sorry, Dallas Cowboys. They're a pretender. They'll always put up points, but they can't stop a damn... I can't stop anybody. Like, what were you gonna say? I don't remember. A butterfly. <laughs> I couldn't like I couldn't think of anything in my head that you were gonna say that would have made sense in the situation. Like, yeah, like the offense is good, great. Their defense is pretty much trash. They gotta put up forty points a game to win. <laughs> Look, this is the question that Massey's really trying to ask you in this situation when it comes comes to this. Have you ever thought to yourself, "Wow, the lead singer of the Foo Fighters looks a lot like the drummer from Nirvana"? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that tickled me good. I like that. <laughs> it's just my opinion. I, I, I think they are also pretenders. You know, the Falcons just once again, you know, blew it. They might win that division because that division's trash. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they can play good football. I think they, they they'll win close games. I, I just two weeks in a row, Washington's on top of that division. Yeah, I just I like think everybody predicted. <laughs> just so they drew it up. Question mark. I give it a question mark. Okay. Because they have no secondary. They do have they still have a pass rush. But they don't have a secondary. But at the same time, in today's NFL, they might not be able to stop anybody, but if they're not stopped and it gets to a shootout, I mean they're you know, realistically they're not a I mean, Dak Prescott does have a lot of empty numbers, but they have the best between the tackles running back in football. They have three good receivers. I mean, and they have a quarterback that's somewhat mobile. I mean, at the end of the day, do I? Th- they won't earn it type of deal. It's going to be like any wins they get in the postseason will be more off of the fault of the other team, in my opinion. It'll be like the Cowboys don't win the games. The other team loses them. But can outscore them. Ball consensus. Ball. Question mark. Kyle. Pretender. Pretender. All right. Moving on. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Pretender. 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 It's flat. It's it's fun football right now, but it's flash in the pan. It doesn't mean anything. All I right. mean, we we loved uh, freaking Fitzpatrick. Uh, we, like... we saw last year. Like the Jaguars played a few good games and they got blown out by thirty seven. Yeah, it's not not fun. It's fun football, but it's like, come on. Well, I think in the same boat, too, you're seeing a lot of, like we talked about before, there's no preseason, there's no training camp. So a lot of these teams are rusty, i.e., I'll give a perfect example, the Tennessee Titans are, pro- are are a little rusty coming out of it, and they made Jacksonville look better than they are. Yeah. I can get down with that. All right. Um, New England Patriots. They're a contender. Need to see him play Buffalo. I have to give him a contender because it's a Bill Belichick team, and it doesn't matter. I mean, I could go I out there. I don't think it's that. Cam Newton looks Well, no, I'm not good. discrediting Cam Newton. I'm just saying that it's a Bill Belichick team, and I haven't seen anything bad in my lifetime. 
Which is just scary to think about. I don't know. I love I the way to, they played yesterday, offensively at least. But that's just it, offensively. They can't stop anybody. They can. They just had a bad game. No, they can't. The only person on their defense they have anymore right now is Gilmore. And Gilmore got Gilmore looked like a second corner to DK Metcalf. You're right. He had a bad game. Cornerbacks are flashing the pants. All of them. Any Every big name corner one. that makes a career off interceptions doesn't last. Flash in the pan. I don't know. I like the way they played yesterday, so. I say contender. I have to see him. I have to see him play. Did I mention that was a game of the game of the day? <laughs> yes. Game of the week. Who'd they play week one? Patriots. Yeah. They play the Dolphins. Yeah. I also I also need them to I also need to see them play like a really good defense. Patriots? Yeah. Yeah. Because Seattle does not have a really good defense. And it especially got really worse after they lost yeah. Irvin. Right now the only defensive player on their team they have that's noteworthy is Wagner. It's a good unit, but there's no stars except for Wagner. You're not wrong. Alright. Um that's all I had. Does anybody want to talk about any other teams that you think are a pretender or a contender that I didn't mention? Um let me see. Here. Aside from the obvious ones like Kansas City and Baltimore, pretenders. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can talk about the Chargers. I wasn't going to because it's hard to tell when you have a rookie quarterback start ten minutes before he knew he was going to. But is it worth? I mean, good. pretender. I mean, every year you think they're high on the Chargers and whatnot, and they still have a good defense. But I mean, Eckler is going to have Eckler is going to be an up and down performer. And Keenan Allen's going to suffer from, I mean, it's, it's what did you guys think of Herbert? I thought he looked great. Yeah, I thought he, he, looked, I thought he looked really good for what he was. I mean, he's going to take a lot of time to develop over the course of the season. Paul. But my thing with Keenan Allen is going to be, it's, it's going to, every game is either going to be Keenan Allen gets nothing because they, they smother him and make him throw it to other people or Keenan Allen gets everything and nobody else on the team gets anything. So either way, it's a shit, shit show. I need you to pour me something. Why? That I've already had. Because I made a stake on the show and said if <laughs> Herbert looked good in his first debut, I would take a private stock shot because I thought it was going to be terrible. All right. I'll just pour you a double only, for your gross the shot. The only bad decision he made. Can you not? The only Can bad decision like he Jared made in something? that game was throwing that ball instead we'll of running it. Right. And it was, it's twofold. He should have ran it. And but that's threw. what rookies do. Yeah. yeah. It's growing pain. He's trying to make Rookie something that happen learned he was pl- starting 10 minutes before right. the game right. against You're the right. Super Bowl winners. Um, the only other team I think it's perhaps worth talking about is the, the Patriots of the NFC and because the Packers are 2-0 and and blah, blah, blah. No, they're always contenders. I wasn't going to say anything because they're putting up points like crazy. They're always contenders. Like you can, all right. The Packers have the exact. The, the Packers offensively are scarier than ever because they have a legitimate run game. Yeah, but there's still question marks. They have on a defense. running back that's a wide receiver. Yeah, there's still question marks on defense for me. But it doesn't matter if the offense can carry them. I have one that will spark a good debate. Here we go. Two minutes starting. Who? Indianapolis. They're pretenders. Big time pretenders, Kyle. I want them to be good. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretenders, and you know it. I know. But I want them to be good. T.Y. Pres- Hilton's best days are behind him, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not his fault. Philip Rivers' best days are behind him. It, it, they just they the offensive line 
is still good, but it's not what it was. The defense is still no bueno. And now they got worse yep. with Hooker out. Yep. They lost Marlon Mack. Yep. So they lost a formidable duo threat. I, I just I think Jonathan Taylor's going to be good, but it's not going to be enough to salvage anything. I, I And I don't say this because of fantasy reasons. The only reason I can see the Chargers becoming really good is Phillip Rivers needs to go back in time and do what he does best. And that is use the tight end to bait the defense in. That's when he was his best. Tomlinson on the ground, and then Tomlinson and Gates in short mid-range game to bring those linebackers in and then hit the receivers right in the middle of the field. Does he have the personnel to do that, though? Yeah. He's got the he's got the talent to make a receiver do that. He can put a ball in a tight window. He can do it. We've seen but him he, do it. But Rivers has done nothing over the last three years but throw the fourth quarter, if nothing else. That's who Rivers is. He's also 4,000 yards a year. 40,000. Yeah, 4,000. Those 000. Charger teams were notably bad, too. It's just like they were always playing behind, and then he would battle them back, and then they just lose. Also, and... for fun, um, over the last three years, in a third and four situation, third and three situation, who are you giving the ball to to pick up the first down on the ground? Frank Gore. For who? The Chargers. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Colts. Gordon <laughs> or Eckler? Gordon hasn't been good for two years. No. And do you trust Eckler to pick up four yards on the ground? Nope. No. Eckler is a first down running back. So. Hey, you know why we got the game on? Nick Saban is the GOAT. Because he, he has a fax machine in his kitchen. <laughs> 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 well, remember, Elvis Dumerville wasn't allowed to be traded because of a fax machine. <laughs> Fucking fax machines. Who doesn't use email anymore? Goats. Kyle. <laughs> Bill Trick had his dog making draft picks. That's, That's true. true. It was great. Had an excellent draft. Any other teams people want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about the Rams. We haven't even talked about them. Because, Kyle, I have a very simple answer for you. You want to know what it is? And I think your answer is wrong. What is it? You're going to say pretender. I am. It's electric. You're wrong. So here's the reason why I say that. Okay. Now, we went out and beat Dallas. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have won that game. Okay. We went out and beat the Eagles, who are not a good team. Not yet, but okay. They're, Kyle, shut up. They're not a good team. <laughs> I don't care if Carson Wentz plays an MVP. Who's he throwing the ball to? Again, we'll see. Go ahead. We have a brand new offensive and defensive coordinator. I'm not impressed with our defense right now because we have no pass rush and no middle linebackers. The only thing we have going for us is our secondary. And if people keep dinking and dunking us, like Paul said, oh, they got five yards. Oh, they got three yards. Oh, they got two yards. Oh, it's first down. That's exactly how the Eagles kept driving on us last game. That's exactly how the Cowboys kept getting us. I don't have a whole lot of faith in this defense to be what it needs to be to carry the offense. Because if you've paid attention to any of the Rams games right now, the only thing that McVay is calling are short, quick passes to get the ball out of Goff's hands. And you know what? It works because you can't let Goff get flustered in the pocket. But those are the receivers that you have, too. Yes. I think they're pretenders as well. And it's not a shot at Massey. By any stretch of the imagination. No, I don't take it out. I do not think their defense can contain Russell Wilson. Not in any slight. Or well, Kyler Murray. 
I don't know about Kyler Murray, but we always have Russell Wilson's number. No matter what it is, we always it's one of those freak things. But what do you mean you have his number? You have his number because you beat him? Or you have his number because you keep him to less than 200 yards? Because we beat him. But you beat him when you're bad. But we beat him when we're good, too. We always beat them. I don't think there's... I think we can go back 10 years. We haven't done worse than a 1-1 one one split. That's fine, but still going 1-1... One if you go one and one against them and one and one against the Cardinals and one and one against the 49ers. Let's be real, we're not going one and one against the 49ers. But then, but all it takes then is one of them to go two and zero oh against a division opponent and all of a sudden you're in the dog hole now. Yes. So I'm not disagreeing with you. Like I said, they're pretenders. I think next year is a different story once we get uh you know, contracts off the book and start acquiring draft picks back. I think Aaron Donald will be a force against Garoppolo because Garoppolo isn't as mobile. But if Aaron you bust Donald him, has sacked Russell Wilson more than any quarterback in this league since he's been in the league. Yeah, but that's a stupid stat because he plays Russell Wilson twice as much as he plays any other quarterback. And since Aaron Donald's been in the league, Garoppolo's been a 49er for two years, and Kyler Murray's only been in the league for one year. So what do you, you can't base that off of anything. I can go pull up his stats. I guarantee you he has more sacks against the Seahawks than any other team. But I guarantee you. But again, though, it's the same point. You play them twice a year. Like, it, it, you, you play them twice a year. So it, 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 it's, sort of, it's kind of a moot point. You pour this pretty heavy, Paul. Well, you said a private stock shot, <laughs> and it's something that's delicious, so you should drink more of it. God, if you puke right, that'd be amazing. Just right back out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kendall, Rams. Uh, I think this particular year, uh, Pretenders. Um, so let me, let because me, I have it right in front of me. I might as well give you guys the information. 2-0 starting. Next, they play the Bills, the Giants, the Washington football team, the 49ers, the Bears, the Dolphins, the Seahawks, Tampa Bay, 49ers, Cardinals, Patriots, Jets, Cardinals, or uh, Seahawks. I mean, that back end of the schedule is going to be tough. brutal. Seahawks, Seahawks twice, Cardinals once, San Francisco once, Patriots. The only easy thing we have in there is the Jets. For the and last eight games. At this point, I mean, no wishing harm, but, you know, the Rams have been fortunate that it's not been injury-stricken yet. Who knows, you yeah. know, let's just say yet, so who knows, you know, five games from now what the Rams look like. Well, that was us last year, so. So. All right. I uh, want to quickly talk baseball, and then we'll get into a break. Yeah, we can do that. Go All ahead. Right. You can charge. Um. We have five teams that have clinched playoff bursts in the American League so far. I can't got... begin to tell you how annoying it is to watch quarterbacks constantly fumble the ball from under center. How do you drop the ball from under? Like, it's not that hard to back up with a football in your hands. I know. Sorry, go ahead. That's all right. That's so stupid. Let's see. Oh, what Was that a bad snap or no? No, Harding grab I, it. I didn't look. You know, to take a snap, it's pretty easy. They, you, you put your hand underneath, you, you basically, they, the center puts the ball into one and you trap with the other hand. That's all you got to do. And then, um, how many playoff spots are there per division or per, uh, it's league? the top two in each division and then the two best teams. So for National League, so how many, te- how many teams? Eight per, eight per okay. league. So we have five so far for the American League with Cleveland, Houston, and Toronto in the last three spots. The play or the teams that are already clinched are Tampa Bay, Chicago, Oakland, Minnesota, and New York. Yankees. Sorry, not the Mets. 
Um, <laughs> Damn AL Mets. It's really just, just sprinkling in there. It really hurts. <laughs> so Cleveland's at 31 wins. Houston and Toronto both at 27. Uh, bringing up the rear are the Angels and Seattle with 24 and 23 wins apiece. How many more games are there left to play, Kyle? This is the last week. Yeah, there's every team six has games like, left. Yeah, every team every team has about six games. So, do you see anybody pulling it away from Toronto, Houston, or Cleveland? No, no. Okay. Seattle's too far behind. Seattle's ha- Seattle's the same distance behind Houston as they are Toronto. There was yes. that like last week when so we were they, talking. They have no chance of really catching Toronto because if they catch Toronto, they probably call Houston. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was fun for that week. Well, we talked assuming about that it, but... Houston is winning and Toronto's losing, it's you know mathematically. No, that, right. that's the that's the way it's going to shape up. It, it, really, it's going to be a matter of the the two big things where that are going to be is can Minnesota jump Chicago, and can the Yankees jump Tampa? All right, so let's talk about the American League real quick. Tampa Bay currently the first seed, right? Uh, you got the White Sox second, Oakland third, Minnesota also tied for third seed, isn't it? No, Minnesota's behind. Uh, like you said, and then the Yankees in the fifth spot. No, you're looking at old. Am I? Yeah, this I is so. off so got, these standings. So I got Rays at 35 and 19. Yep. White Sox 34 19. Yep. I got Athletics 33 20. Twins 33 yep. 22. Yep. Yankees 31 22. Yep. The Yankees lost two. Yep. When the hell? No, they only lost one game. How the hell they dropped from three to five? Well, maybe they. Maybe that's not the actual standings. Maybe that's just where I'm looking at. Oh, let's see if I can find this better. Uh, yeah, no, they did. They fell. Yeah. So no how. White Sox are going to lose the division. To who? Minnesota. Mm. Don't think so. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um. So which teams are carrying momentum going into the playoffs for the American League? Well, d- up in. Until right now, until today, it was the Yankees. But the Yankees lost to the Red Sox, and they're getting blown out by the Blue Jays right now. Yes. In my opinion, I think Tampa Bay is probably the overall best team in the AL. Okay. It's just solid. You know, the they pitching have, is yeah. good. It's just, you know. Who are the teams that are floundering in the AL right now that are in the playoffs? The Indians and the uh, Blue Jays. The Blue Jays lost three out of four to the Phillies. They kept, they barely beat them on a – no, they lost them on the bullpen night, right? What the Blue Jays? They lost what? To the Phillies on a bullpen night. Yeah, you beat the you won both doubleheaders. Yeah, we all know how the bad the bullpen is for the Philadelphia Phillies. They, they still lost. The, yeah. White, the White Sox are also floundering. Well, I'll talk about that a little bit more. Well, they once they they locked up the playoff spot, and and unfortunately for the fans, you want to see certain things, but realistically, I mean, making the playoffs is. Is kind of where it's at right now because you don't have home field advantage. The only home field advantage you have is the first series of three games each are going to be played at the the one through four home stadiums, and they're going to a bubble. Um, it was hilarious though because some 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 Chicago people are signing a petition that goes, if it somehow becomes White Sox Cubs, can they come home? Because <laughs> it's like they're nine miles from each other. Right. <laughs> Logistically, this makes yeah, sense. <laughs> which would be awesome if they did it, but they want to play the World Series in the new stadium. That's what they want to do. I think Which would be where? It's in uh, Arlington, right? Um, uh, is the that Rangers' Rangers? new stadium, yeah. But um, the only thing that scares me about the White Sox is because of the youth. 
Like, well, none of them have been there yet. Not even a Brayu. So, I don't know how they would be in the postseason. Well, so, here's the thing. I am not a subscriber to that philosophy for really any sport except for hockey. And when I mean that by ho- when I say that for hockey, I mean because in hockey the 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 duration is different. If you go to overtime, it doesn't you don't ever go to a shootout type of deal. But like in baseball, it's one of those things where it's like you you go out and you just you're, you're doing the same thing every night. You're doing you right. go out and you do the same thing. It's just repetition the only reason. Based. Yeah, like. If you let the like, if, if you let your nerves get to you, but I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really a big, super big subscriber into it. Um, the big thing for all these teams is going to be, and the White Sox are at the disadvantage. Is it is because of their youth? I don't think it's because of lack of being in the postseason. It's just that all these young guys have never seen any of these other guys before. Jimenez has minimal experience. Robert has never seen anybody from another division except for ours in the NL Central. So he's not going to have any idea what's coming. Whereas the Yankees, like Judge has seen what the Twins, the Indians, the White Sox, the Athletics, they all have to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, so every every game is going to be a brand new pitching experience for Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, Mendek, Madrigal. They're all going to be, you know, all of them are going to be. And that's where, you know, signing a guy like Grandal who has some postseason appearance, comes into big hands. Mazzara, Keuchel for the pitchers, having Abreu, who even if he hasn't... I don't care if Abreu's been there or not. Abreu has, is just as valuable as any other veteran. So, it's... It'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, and across all sports, it's kind of like... But they are win- floundering right now. Ever since they won the playoff spot, they, they, have, they, they dropped two out of three to the Reds. They got beat by the Indians tonight. Um... I mean, they're they're pitching a lot of their youth guys more right now. Guys that have been called up, they're dealing with some injuries and they're letting some people get healthy. A lot of you know some bullpen people, they're letting them get healthy. They're letting their starters play longer than they should. Like Cease the other day against the Reds had eight walks in five innings, but they let him pitch six because they they didn't want to get into the bullpen. They wanted to make sure that they can keep this bullpen healthy because their bullpen has been very good for them this year. Um. I wish I could say that. But, like, Dane Dunning is getting starts over and over again, rookie. The White Sox called up another rookie who was, like, the first guy in, since, like, 2011 to, like, not play a minor league game after being drafted. You know, he got yep. drafted this year, and his first, first game action outside of it was his pros. MLB. <laughs> yeah. Which, Pretty solid, though. No, he was not. He was. He had one, two, three innings. What? He's a one, two, three inning. Oh, that guy. I thought you were talking about the other guy. I'm not, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the other guy. So, for the American League, are there teams in there that don't deserve to be in the playoffs at this point? No. No. Okay. I'm trying to go for more of a pretender thing. Like, all right, they made it it's here. because they expanded it. That's the reason why. I think it's cool that the Blue Jays are playing really well. Yeah, like well, so I was getting at more of the athletics because if I remember last week, you guys, you were, you Kyle specifically were saying that they didn't deserve to be there. No, I didn't say that. I said they weren't going to go. They're anymore. not going to go okay. far. They lost Chapman. Okay, they lost their best player. Okay. They're, they're just really hurt. 
Didn't they say that they postponed his suspension until 2021 because the witness wasn't there or whatever? Gemma got hurt. Not what I was thinking. Never mind. Might have been a different Chapman. I looked really quickly at Matt Chapman, like a really like nice Idaho dude. So maybe not. Maybe the kind of guy that'll bring your groceries in for you. Maybe it was a role this Chapman. Probably. All right. So let's move on to the National League. Philly don't belong there. Let me finish, Kyle. No. (laughs) Only two teams have currently clinched the playoff spot in the NL. Yeah. Yeah. With Dodgers and Braves. Yep. No. Uh, Dodgers and Padres. Padres. The Braves, Braves haven't have, clinched one? Braves no. have not clinched one yet. How fucking... How, They're like only four games up in the field. Uh, so what, they've been losing? They haven't been playing great. National Probably just League. coasting because they know they're going to make it. National League, they are currently four games up on... The Marlins. Milwaukee. Uh, they are three games up on the Marlins. Wait, what? What did I say for Milwaukee? Why Milwaukee when we're talking about the Braves? Milwaukee has nothing to do with it. Milwaukee is only one game out of the playoffs right now. Yeah, we're going to lose. We're going to lose our spot. (laughs) So currently the standings are if the, if the season ended today, Dodgers have clinched with uh, currently 38 wins and 16 losses. Chicago Bears. What? Nobody? God damn it, guys. Chicago Cubs have clinched with... Uh, They're still Bears. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, you 30... want private stock? No. All right, then. <laughs> Fucking trying to uh, give him an out, and he's like sitting here like, no, feed me more. <laughs> Uh, Atlanta has 31 and 22. San Diego clinched with 34 and 20. Miami with 28 and 25 is in the playoffs. St. Louis 26 and 24. Philly with 27 and 26. The Reds with 27 and 27. So, all right. So the way I'm looking at this is that what this is going to come down to. Yeah, so what this is really going to come down to is I don't really think Milwaukee has the firepower to get there. The Phillies have to win games, which I think you guys finish off against the Rays. Which, but, but that that could also be good because if the with the Yankees floundering, the if if even if they go into it four games up, the Rays can get swept and don't lose the their 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 division. So they're not going to be playing for anything. So I think they're going to rest guys. And give them some rest because we're going to dive right into the playoffs, right after the regular season, which is what I kind of think the White Sox are doing a little bit. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I I don't know if I'm really too worried about the Phillies, um, but what I do think happens is I do think Cincinnati jumps St. Louis for the number two spot in that division, in the in the NL Central. It's just tough because the Phillies would have at least fifteen to eighteen more wins. If you have any type of bullpen. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's a team that really should have exceeded, you know, what what they've done. And, and I don't blame the offense one bit. Like, no. It, it's not, right now, they got hurt at the wrong time. JT Bermuto hasn't played in like two weeks. Jay Bruce Overrated got, anyway. Jay Bruce got hurt. He's no Gary Sanchez right now. <sighs> well, it, like, put my foot in your mouth. It was tough because the Phillies dropped two to the Mets, which they, they couldn't afford to do. That kind of derailed what momentum they had. 
Because the Marlins did nothing special. But they came out and they swept. They won three out of four against the Blue Jays. But you're right. They shouldn't have even lost the game to the Mets. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I feel like the, the NL East, the, the teams that are not division leaders are like an exact mirror in the East and the Central. It is a bunch of teams kind of like jumping over one another and they're going nowhere fast. You know, like the Braves, like they're not going to go anywhere because all they have is Max Fried on the map. Like, Sorry. he sucks. No, I lied. He's pretty good. <laughs> Max Fried's pretty good. The rest of the team's pretty good. I mean, the Reds are like the epitome of... No, the know. Reds are playing the way that they were supposed to play. Right. <laughs> but is it a little too late? The Reds <laughs> have a good rotation. They have Luis Castillo. They have Sonny Gray. They have um, Wade Miley. They have a few other guys. In that. Trevor Bauer, sorry. The Reds are a very good team. And I don't want to play them in the first round. In my opinion. Why is Kenny Chesney on this? Okay, first of all... Don't be talking about Kenny Chesney like that. I'm cool with Kenny Chesney. I'm just curious why he's on Monday because, night. Because no shirt, no shoes, no problems. Fair. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we'll finish off Mass's football segment that he had us do some kind of homework for while we are on the we're talking and whatnot that nobody did, so we're going to do it all now. And, uh, oh, uh, last shot oh, thing. Of course. Sampling. Sample. Don't want to do this through day. Is this rum again? Yeah, two rums. So once again, that that uh, sweetness in the v- uh, vanilla, and you mentioned sugar cane, which I think is kind of like a rum constant. Uh, uh, it's only what it's made out of. Well, it's like sniffing a fucking wine and being like, I get grape. Well, you know what I mean. No, I don't. What do you get, Paul? I want you to tell me so I can answer wrong. Well, I just poured mine, so mine's gonna be very boozy. After All right, I got period. you. I got you. Where's your? Let me see yours. I already drink. (laughs) Vanilla, nutmeg, coriander, oak, marzipan, and peach. Drewberry. Kyle, you smell orange. No, I smell like I don't want to drink this. Gal. Kendall, you didn't like that, did you? No, I I gave it a... No, Kendall, don't, don't lie to me. I saw your face. I let it sit. Kendall. Because I wanted to taste it. The finish is awesome. Kendall, you didn't like it, did you? Actually, I liked that one, too. Lie to me. No, really. Uh, Lie to me. That's a fantastic show, by the way. Because I think, you know, the majority of... Lie to me? Yeah. That's a show? Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? Kendall, have you? Mm. Oh, actually, I think Oh, doesn't it start the Minecraft cow, right? That's the main star? (laughs) (laughs) No, actually... Oh, damn. Same difference. What'd you guys think? Actually, I liked I it, and I think there's a, there's a big difference between Captain Morgan and what we're drinking here, and <laughs> I think that that really is evident when you're when you're. I'm I mean, not big into this kind of liquor. That's why we're not doing it after this week anymore. No, we can do it. No. Why? No, because Mock won't do it. You won't care, and Mock won't do it. So what's the point? Now. We were doing this while you guys were gone. Oh, so you don't like me, Kyle? Did I? No, actually it's just say that, that they would they wanted to do it. You and Mock won't want to well, do I it. Maybe I want to try real beers. Well, well we, Kendall we, doesn't like that. No, we're drinking the Bush because of the liquor. I'm just because Kendall and you know Kendall's and Massey are, are doing you know 
essentially three shots, you know, so they're drinking lower percent beers. I mean, I, if, if you guys want, we can, I by all means, we can do a 100-proof bourbon tasting next week. Let's That's, do it. Six full shots, and I'll bring bourbon counties for everyone to drink on the show. Let's do it. No, I'm in. can't do it, Matt? Because you won't do the disgusting shots for the game. I said thumbs up in the chat earlier. Why are you looking at me? Don't look at me. I'm not part of this. I'm looking at you while I open up my beer. Ass crack <laughs> is beautiful. So we'll you? see you guys on the other side of the break. Well, hold on. What do you guys think, though? What, do, what, you didn't tell me what you think about it. Mass? I liked it less than the other, the first rum shot we did, but I still liked it. I think I liked them pretty much equally. I mean, I don't have a lot to go on for, for rum because I've had such uh, bad Shit rums. Enough. It was straight. I thought it was very smooth. I thought it was very tasty. Oh, so is this one also a sipping rum or no? Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, you can, both rums are still cocktail rums, but they're not like rip back shots of them. Rum. This was... Ron Zacapa, 23. Can I see the bottle? Very official looking. Comes in the canister. Why is the rum always gone? We'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Live on the PPRN Radio Network. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Buttholes. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? I am multiple Buttholes. Wow. Are you? Do you have multiple buttholes? I have three. Wow. Congrats. I pooped. You got one removed? (laughs) No. I added another one. Wow. You can just taste these and spit them out. You don't have to finish them. Even if you spit them out, Kendall will still drink them, so don't worry. (laughs) I would consider it. Kendall, we swapped saliva one day. That's basically saying we kissed. What you said is actually grosser than what I said. We did almost kiss. All right, so first, <laughs> we <had> so <laughs> first spirit. What, we're going right into this. You know what we'll do. You know what we'll do for this. The the weekly uh, pick'em things. We'll keep track of total losses, and at the end of the season, the m- most wins gives the most losses a gross shot. That's but fair. like a a legit real fucking barn burner gross shot. Okay. Okay. Cool. Their goal is still not to come in last. Who's yeah. in last so far? You Me, right. You have two losses. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know what Josh Jacobs has done, but I'm assuming I have two wins. So, but so first we'll, we'll get into that. So go ahead and do your first one. It's a clear one. I can't smell anything on it. It's so. vodka. That would be yeah, why yeah. I can't smell it anything. It smells like H2O <laughs> met chlorophyll. Chlorophyll, what? chloroform. Chlorophyll is the uh, part of it's part of a plant. What's that one? Chloroform is a date rape drug. Right. It's like a it's the thing you put in the rag and put in the face and knock it out. Chemical based Oh, so you tell me that you have done that to me before. I I have. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't remember because while he was doing it to you, I was doing it to him. <laughs> right. It was pretty one of the guy like oh <laughs> So uh, vodka by nature is pretty much odorless. <laughs> it fall. Go ahead and taste it, see what you guys think. Fall. What? Josh Jacobs, 19 for 52 and no touchdowns. Wow. What about receptions? Uh, it was like 3 for 17. Yeah, that's that's all I needed. Yep, 3 for 17. That's cool, man. I only got to beat Kendall by like, I, only, I think I'm only down like 8. <laughs> kind of... So, what would you guys think? This is a higher-end vodka. Yep. Uh, it's smoother it... than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, not, not that traditional vodka burn that you get just from a straight shot. Um, 
I would enjoy that in a cocktail. It that does. was like the top five girliest thing I've ever, that's ever come out of your mouth. Yeah, that's coming from a guy who plays Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. You, no, I you, play Minecraft. No, he plays Minecraft, too. Yeah. He has it on his PlayStation. You play Minecraft? No. Yeah, he, what <laughs> happens is he lets his cousins play and build up a big farm, and then he goes in and kills all the cows. No, Jeff did that with Kendall. It's hilarious. Yeah. I was I there. <laughs> I want to play Minecraft to do really mundane things, like have a quarry. Like, digging I was stones. trying to figure out what the fucking point of Minecraft is, and I couldn't figure it out. It's like Legos. That's all it is. You build yep. a civilization. So, there's sorts. this new game uh, game mode for it called Sky Factory. Hold on. What did you guys think of the vodka first? <laughs> We're derailed completely. It was smooth. You liked it? I didn't say I liked it, but it was smooth. I did like it. There was like a notable aftertaste that I can't figure out that like, it tasted I would... like vodka, Kendall. No, but sometimes Seaman. you have vodka and you're like, you, you won't even know that you did hey. a shot of vodka. Semen. I, I I don't really have much to go this off of that. This was Stoli Elite from the Stoli oh. Chana family. I would have sex with it. I, feel I like would. I feel like I'm not gonna like that. You're not. Not even a little bit. Okay. I would have never guessed it was a Stoli. Can product. I tell you why I know you're not gonna like it? Coffee. The person who's gonna like it the most is Rebecca. Has breasts. What is it? Prove it. The second shot we do at the end. So uh... I think I have a picture somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I I send it through email, please. <laughs> Could you fax it to me? Yes, uh-huh. one second. Let okay. me go borrow Nick Saban's. Yeah, yeah I got I to dig it through. All right, so, Matt, you wanted to come up with a power ranking? Yeah. Okay, go. do that. So, we're going to do power rankings for each person, and then we'll do, like... We go one at a time. Yeah, that's what I mean. What do you mean, one at a time? Like Kyle will give his power rankings. And no, like, one at a time. Like, like, one position at a time? Yeah. Okay. All right, fine. Kyle, you have to go first, though, for every one of them. That's fine. All right. Kyle, lead it off with number 10. Number 10. So <laughs> he was not prepared for that. <laughs> right, I'm just gonna give my full power rankings, and no, then we gotta do it with this through everybody. Okay, all right. Who's your number ten? Uh, right now, I'm going to go with the L.A. Rams. Gross. And I say that because they're playing good football right now. Sorry, 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 sorry. They're playing good football on both sides of the ball as of the moment. Um, they're not. They're not blowing teams out, but, you know, they're winning the games. <laughs> Mark Cuban? Looks old. Um, Shark Tank will do that to you. <laughs> they played two teams that were fighting for a playoff spot last year, and they beat them both. So, right now, they're playing well enough to be in my top ten. Okay. Kendall? Uh, my number ten is actually the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, fucking. Sorry. What? What? Oh, you're a good guy. It is a team that is, you know, very well hyped. It's a team that will live up to expectations. And you know what? They had a rough week one, but that does not translate to what their season will be. And I think this this the game the game we saw this week will be their what their season will be like. They will they will beat the teams they gotta be and it will be decisive. Mass? I'm gonna go ahead and give the Arizona Cardinals number ten. Um they played good football so far. Uh they beat a very good 49ers team. Um who was a little rusty coming out of the gate. Uh, I don't know that the win was entirely the Arizona Cardinals doing what they do. There were a lot of penalties that I didn't know that should have been called against the 49ers. So I feel like Arizona could have very easily lost that game if they had a different set of referees. Uh, But I do think that the Cardinals are for real, so I'll go ahead and give them number 10. I also picked the Rams in my number 10 spot. I just think that they're 2-0. They're playing. They're not playing flashy football. Um, nobody, in my opinion, nobody on the the team has really stood out and like as like a 
hey, this guy's really good. Oh, that's going to hurt the cause. Um, so, um, but they beat an Eagles team that has looked pretty porous. And then they beat, who they play week one again? Us? Yeah. We played uh, Dallas. And they played a Dallas team that, you know, they can't stop anybody. And the Rams, the Rams should have won that game and did. Um, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, especially Kendall and I. I know what you meant earlier when you said, like, they shouldn't have won that game because of the pass interference call. That shouldn't have been? Not even that. There were a couple other things, like Zeke running all over the field and those juking four defenders, being able to get into the end zone, no problem. Yeah, but, I mean, but even if he did that, you still won. Like, so why should you have not won? He didn't do it the whole game, and you stopped their pass I think Dallas was the better team in that game. I disagree wholeheartedly. What? Guess what? They weren't because they lost. So take the fucking win, you Rams fan. God, you're the worst fan in the world. I am. I, I they're two and zero. They beat two teams that were playoff contenders last year, as Kyle said. Um, they didn't do it in super convincing fashion, but they either way. But they got the wins, and they're they're a formidable team. And I, and it, on top of it, they're two and zero. Does Aaron Donald have a sack yet? No. Two and zero without Aaron Donald getting a sack. Pretty good. Imagine what happens when he gets three. Yeah. They lose. They're, they're going to lose. To the Seahawks. We're going number nine to Kyle? Yep. Hey, Kyle. Want to give us number nine? Yeah, I do. And I am going to say the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, they're two or not. Last week, they played the Washington football team. who was not really good on paper. Or... Playing well, though. Yeah, they haven't played bad. They went out. One by 15. The week before that, they beat a team that went to the Super Bowl. You know, they added DeAndre Hopkins. Their defense looks much better. Their offense is looking like they're clicking already with Hopkins in there. They have three really good receivers. They have, Like I said earlier, they have a respectable running game. Not a great running game, but it's respectable. Can't sleep on it. You can also catch passes out of the backfield. So I think collectively as a unit, you know, they're playing good ball. Yeah. Okay. Call me Steve. Oh, Steve. I'll go next. Uh, oh, number nine. I have the Buffalo Bills of Anaheim. Yep. You know it's weird. I knew you were going to say that. Is that weird? <laughs> two and zero. Oh, um, they played. We kind of discussed this earlier. Two games that that they could have lost at any point. Um, but that's Bills football. They're, they're scrappy. Um, and well, not two games. They could have lost the Dolphins game at any point. They didn't. They, they were never going to lose the Jets game. I don't care what Kendall says. They didn't suck. Um, I didn't say they sucked. Yeah, you pretty much said that they sucked. Yeah, you said they were trash. I remember what, that. That was words. Yeah, and based off what you, you said, listen last, back. It didn't happen. Based, based off what you said last week, I would. If you put them in your top ten, you're a hypocrite and you should die. Hey, look nope. at that! The best Yankee of all time, bottom right hand corner, Kendall. Um, but Buffalo, I, I put Buffalo in there. At the end of the day, they're two and zero, and they're they're winning in Buffalo style, and Josh Allen is improving yet again. For my sake, we're going to do this shot after we power rank number five. Kendall, who's no, number nine? No, Matt, you? you have to go next. We're going to like, next. Yeah, you have to go next. We're going like a circle thing. Oh, that's weird. Number nine is the New Orleans Saints. Uh, they had a pretty convincing win over Tampa Bay. Um, they are currently struggling against the Raiders team, who I think is kind of middling. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. We need more during the season to take a look at them. I'm still of the aspect. Hold on, let me double check. Yep, that Drew Brees does not have a very strong deep arm. He's very, if it's in 15 or 20 yards, he'll hit it. Any more than that, he's gone. He can't do it. 
Um, but they have a defense that's looking pretty good. They have all the weapons that they can. Uh, you know, they got Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, they have Michael Thomas, although he's currently out. They have Alvin Kamara. They just signed to a new deal. They'll make a push for the playoffs, no doubt. But I don't know that they're going to contend for the Super Bowl. Number nine, Kendall. Uh, my nine is the Arizona Cardinals. Um, 2-0, as before mentioned, uh, as Kyle mentioned. Um, great addition with DeAndre Hopkins. You know, Cardinals are in a good position right now. We talked about it earlier. Uh, dealing with a fourth-place schedule, very favorable for a young team. Kyler Murray seems to be kind of coming into his own. Um, had a big win versus uh, against San Francisco, which was very unexpected for myself. And I think it puts him in a good position uh, moving forward. So let's have a little bit of fun with the Arizona Cardinals schedule. They currently have the Lions, the Panthers, the Jets, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, the Bills, the Seahawks, the Patriots, the Rams, the Giants, the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Rams to play. They have a lot of easy games on the schedule. Yeah, they can go 12-4. and four. Hey, team to root for. Kyle. It's only easy if you beat the number team eight. supposed to be. Number eight. Number eight. I am going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um... The two and let's, let's let's start keeping the the explanations just to a minimum, just because there's gonna be a lot of repeating anyway, like um, you know, type of thing. So, um, game one, the defense looked very, very, very strong. Barkley was kept under six yards, kept only to six yards. Ben's back, big reason. They kind of struggled defensively towards the end of the game last week, and uh, they kind of, but they still won. Like you guys kept saying, good team find a way to win no matter what. Got them. Sorry, I was doing a thumbs down to Alex Rodriguez and Dan Marino with the jersey swap. <laughs> Pretty horrible. Yeah. Uh, my number eight is actually New Orleans. Um, I think it's a good football team. Currently, right now, because we got the game on right now, they're, they're losing to uh, Oakland. Oh, uh, what? Oh, no. Take a uh, pipe sock shot, bitch. Uh, I have to go get it. Are they uh, winning? No, no, no. They don't play in Oakland anymore. Oh. It's a real bummer. Um, <laughs> Mass right over his head. <laughs> Uh, but you know, why? Who are they playing? The 49ers? <laughs> <laughs> Um I, I think it's a good football team, and I think it's it's a favorite to win the uh, NFC South. In in my opinion, uh, and I think that even you know we can't we don't know the future, but I think they pull out this game tonight. Nice. My number eight is the Los Angeles Rams. Homer. You know, for you said growth when I put him at ten. Yeah, yeah I I that should be higher. <laughs> Remember how earlier he was shitting on them? They haven't really done anything yet. Yeah. So while <laughs> while I think the Los Angeles Rams will not uh, win the division, uh, I do think that currently they are playing uh, ball the way that Goff needs to. McVay has learned the way to make Jared Goff a good passer, and that's to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Uh, and until that defense is proven vulnerable, I can't really hate on them too much. <sighs> I think they're bad. But they've been playing good. So number eight. I'd like to vote to remove the Rams from my top ten. Why? After hearing him say they're playing ball the way they should be. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Kyle. Nope. It's my turn for number eight. And I have the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, did you not do number eight? I didn't. I can't remember. It goes Kyle this way and then Kyle this way. Okay. Arizona Cardinals, number eight. Look, the two and zero, and they've done it in convincing fashion both weeks. I don't care who you play; everyone's an NFL football team. Just talent all over the place. The Hopkins connection looks stronger in two games than it ever did in his time in Texas. I'm going to ask real quick, real quick for the people in this room. I'm talking like 
a minute to go over this topic. Do you think that the, was it the 05 Hurricanes, the 04, whatever, what was the one that they had, like, the entire team drafted in the first round? When they won the Stanley Cup? The Miami Hurricanes. Oh, the Miami Hurricanes. I don't remember. I'm not good with NFL drafts. Whatever the one that had Andre Johnson, Frank Gore. 03. 03. That team. Do you think that team could have beaten the 0-16 Cleveland Browns? No, because they're a college. You gotta remember that. There's still college games. Like but Cam all Bama of them went out to be all pros and Hall of Famers. You're right, but we don't know what they were in college. Yes, we do. We watched them all get drafted in the first yeah, round. But you're, but you're, okay, so what are you basing it off of what, what their careers turned out to be? Their talent level in college? But no, I don't. Okay, fair enough. Moving on. Number seven, Kyle. Buffalo Bills. Okay, hit it. Uh... Offense is playing out of its mind right now. Allen has what, seven touchdowns already? No. Does he have a pick yet? Let me check. I don't know. I think he's second in touchdowns to uh, Wilson. But I don't know if he's throwing a pick yet. Probably. Sure. He's Josh Allen. Jared <laughs> Allen. He's Jared Allen, you know? He's Josh Allen. He throws picks. I can't. Here's the thing: if I'm if I'm the if I'm the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, I just care I just care that he holds onto the ball when he fucking gets rocked, because <laughs> you know his idea of sliding is head first. <laughs> no, it's uh, jump over the linebacker. Yeah, that guy has, that guy has a fucking mad. That guy's got a hurdle and a stiff arm package. <laughs> yeah, he's broken. Um, he has zero interceptions so far. So he's playing much better and smarter. The addition to Diggs looks like it's helping him a lot out. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Brown hasn't been bad either, which I never thought I'd say, but Paul, John Brown's never been bad. (laughs) He's always been the same guy. Yeah. Paul, seven, eight, where did eight, seven, Seven. New Orleans. Uh, they, they beat, they beat a Bucks team that had no chemistry. They did it in convincing fashion, but they've only played one game, so they can't be higher. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and. I'm not gonna rank anything they've done tonight off that because that's not fair. Okay, I'm also gonna go with the Buffalo Bills for everything Kyle just said. Um, I think that they could be higher if their defense was playing a little bit better, um, which I think they will as the season goes on a little bit more. Uh, Funny enough, Buffalo has always been known for its defense. Right now, they're killing it in offense. Uh, I'm curious to see when the defense gets its head out of its ass where they end up. Kendall, you say that like they're like they're playing poorly. They're not, but they're not a top five defense right now. Top ten, but Buffalo has been a top five defense for the last three years. Yeah, but they have a top ten offense. So a top ten offense and a top ten defense, you don't need your defense to be top no. five. Kendall, I have the Rams as my number seven. Uh, they're two and zero. I think right now they're playing football where they can win games. I think the strategy. Kendall, I think you mean they're playing ball. Yes, they're playing ball. Uh, they're playing. Uh, Everyone should die now. A strategy <laughs> where golf can succeed because you know there are teams that. He uses hurry-up type offense, and it can be successful if you have the right pieces. I think the Rams do have the right pieces to pull it off, that kind of offense. Um, I don't think they're going to raise the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year, but I think right now they're uh, worth the namesake. Kyle, number six. Uh, see, I kind of fucked my rankings up. <laughs> Jets? Yeah. J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. I have New England at number six. Okay. Um, I think their offense has, like, it's like they never missed a beat. Type of thing, like going from the the Brady to the the Cam Newton show. The defense has taken a hit. That's why they're one and one. Um, because 
there's just so many other defensive stars have opted out that Stephon Gilmore can't afford to have a bad game. Yep. He can't. And when he has a bad game, it makes him look worse than if he had a bad game with the rest of the defense. Yep. I don't think the defense is going to be a top 10 defense. I don't think they're going to be a top 15 defense. But their offense is the real deal. And they're only going to get... I mean, I can only imagine how much better their offense would have been last night had they had James White. So, I put them there. So, Kyle, people are going to shit on me for this. Kyle, you fucking suck. You're right. But I do put Chicago number six. Oh, that's all right. <sighs> that's not all right. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to explain why. Because you're a dumbass. Okay. So, hey, did everyone pick the Saints tonight in their... Uh... Who would be the... I think I did. Oh, Dirk. I agree. Was that real? Yeah. Did you I, hear that? I heard that. I, was that what I thought? <laughs> I thought it was a rock tumbler. <laughs> Kendall, number seven. Uh, six. Uh, so Kendall, six, number five. Uh, uh, my number six is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the defense is playing very well, in my opinion. Uh, the pass rush uh, has been promising, and they've been holding down to it's a fast defense, which is great. Um, ben is back, and the nice part is it's kind of like a, a mirror where Ben, back in the day, didn't have to do a whole lot because the defense was so good. I think it's a big benefit to him now, kind of later days. He can still throw the ball, but he doesn't have to put it all on his shoulders because the defense can kind of you know pick up the slack where he didn't have to midway through his career. Sorry. i drinking. My number six is the New England Patriots. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's actually pretty good. I've worked very hard on these uh, fake throws. Uh, Kim Newton gives a whole other dimension to their offense. I think teams that were looking for quarterbacks made a huge mistake not even looking into Cam right now. Um, I really don't think it's Belichick. Um, I don't think he knows how to develop quarterbacks. Um, I honestly think he got lucky with one of the greatest of all time. I shouldn't say lucky. You know, they worked off each other. But Cam... Came back after a year and a half off. Cam was always good. We always, we saw that during his MVP season. He can be good. He can be pocket passer. He just had extra abilities. Defense is going to struggle, like Paul said. You had a bunch of defensive stars opt out. That's going to hurt them defensively. But the only real challenge they have in their division is the Bills. And Belichick owns that stadium. Fair. Fair enough. Number five, Paul. Green Bay Packers. They're 2-0. Their offense has looked absolutely fucking studly. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing MVP football. Aaron Jones is playing MVP football. But they played two teams that are both 0-2. Granted, they both hand- obviously they handed each of them a loss. But at the end of the day, they played two teams that are 0-2. And against the Lions team that they should have came out of the gate and scraped, they trailed for the majority of that game. Kyle, number five. Also, we all picked the Saints to win this game, right, in the Pickums? I think I'm so. pretty sure. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty bummer. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it. You should be, too. Why? Fuck the NFC. We choose for the NFC to lose games. Number five for me is the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Uh, yes, the offense is looking very good, but the defense has a lot of holes. Um, yeah, he was pretty good. The John Tucker must die. <laughs> Kendall. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Kendall, number five. Uh, I am kind of in the, the, the Paul boat. Uh, I think the Packers are, you know, uh, really good. You know, it's, it seems like Rodgers will continue to be incredible till the day he dies. Um, the running back has been, Aaron Jones has been incredible. He's a wide receiver. That you think Rodgers is going to have his Tampa Bay Bucks with the Bears? Uh, uh, 
You know, because the NFL wants it to be, that's going to happen. <laughs> we have we have no say in it except all of it. Would you burn an Aaron Rodgers jersey if we bought it for you if it was a Bears jersey? I'm not going to burn it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a $90 jersey. I'm gift to somebody or something. I'm not going to burn <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I would be less mad if he re-gifted it than he burned it. I, say, he... I say the same thing every time. If Aaron Rodgers becomes a Bear and they win the Super Bowl, I will be happy for 52 people on that team. Uh, my number five is also the Green Bay Packers for all the reasons that have already been said. Uh, rank Say break. Time for, ap- time for an aperitif. Aperitif. My no. number four team. No, no do, do, your, do your thing. <laughs> Rebecca? I just put snuffs in. Ooh, so it's going to be real good. Then. <laughs> <laughs> this smells really good. Do I smell coffee? Mm-hmm. Do I smell coffee? Just drink it. Well, this is Remember, just take a sip. Trust me. Get past the nose. My private stock already has coffee in it. That's fucking delicious. Rebecca, do you really not like yeah, that? Yeah, she doesn't hate it at all. You can tell her, her face went from like, Carl! So, so an aperitif by definition is a... No. Nope. <laughs> Can it be that, though? <laughs> nope. I don't know. Rebecca, sit there and do your call. An aperitif is a digestive. An after-dinner drink meant to be drinked in a very small amount to help speed up the digestive tract. They're often snifter? very bitter. Not a snifter. Asshole. Not everything gets drank out of a snifter. Everything gets drank out of a No. You drink your own urine out of a snifter. <laughs> He's not wrong. It's a digestive. It's very bitter. Like a black coffee almost. That was really good though. Um, so Aperol, Campari, Braulio, Averna, um, Creme de Menthe, all Aperol. Bless you? No. I didn't understand a single word. Aperol, Campari, Averna. I don't know what that is. Braulio. Still don't know. There's one other one that I'm missing. So the, the Creme de Creme de la Creme. Is, is creme de Menthe. Is interesting. Cause creme de la Creme. Aspect of menthol. Is that a, a derivative? Yeah, but menthol is, a, is mint. Menthol is mint. No, I understand that, but I just didn't know if... Yeah, like, use menthol leaves. Yeah. So, I, I kind of like that. You don't like menthol. Kyle, what'd you think of it? But I like to smoke menthol Trash. cigarettes. <laughs> you didn't like it? I hate coffee. Hey, Kyle, in the meantime, what's your number four team? Packers. Tell us why. They're playing good football offensively. Defense needs a little work. That's why they're not higher, in my opinion. But the offense is clicking on all cylinders, and I think they'll keep it up. Aaron Rodgers is pissed that they picked Jordan Love. Pittsburgh Kendall. Steelers. Oh. Paul. Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Why? Because I don't shit on my friends' teams and put them at eight like their own dumb, stupid fan bases do. No, Juju looks like a number one again because of Ben. Ben's yeah. playing good. The defense is playing solid. Um, it's nice that Connor hasn't been super hurt yet. <laughs> um, it's nice to know that they have a formidable option of Benny Snell in the backfield. Yes, they let up a little bit on the Broncos, but I I never for a second was like, oh, the Broncos are going to win this game. That was never really a thought in my mind. Um, and they absolutely went out and stomped the Giants. And their defense is the absolute fucking real deal, showing that they can be the best defense in the league again. And their offense is going out and showing that they can be a top five offense. I think that the Steelers can give Baltimore a real run for their money in the division. Massey. All right, so I picked the Tennessee Titans. And I picked the Titans because their first game, they should have won by a lot more if their kicker could do better. Goskowski, you're expecting a kicker to do more. I think it's just because of his injury past. 
his age, a little bit of mixing. So it could be that he's 90. <laughs> uh, too. Um, but I think the Titans are a real deal. T- Tannehill looks good. Um, that offensive line will gel, and Sterek Henry will become the Russian king again. Um, I mean, rushing king. Um, their defense doesn't look bad. Um, I mean, again, the Jaguars game was the divisional game. It happens. It's not super strange to watch that happen. Um, I mean, Titans took it all the way. They beat the Ravens last year. Yeah. They're they're going to go make waves again this year. What are you looking at? I was going to say, how much uh, Red Bull and ginger ale do you think Jeff is drinking right now? A lot. <laughs> hey, Kendall. Who do you got at four, Kendall? I have the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, Russell Wilson is playing out of his mind. Uh, I think that the defense is not excellent. However, it's a shame that things kind of went the way they did. Because I think it would have been a little bit different game if there wasn't the uh, ejection early uh, for uh, Dunbar. I think it was one of, one of the Dunbars that the Seahawks have in the secondary. Lance. Was it? <laughs> uh but I think that 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 team has it was Dunbar. It was Jonathan way. Vilma. Jonathan Vilma, are you kidding me? <laughs> but I think that that team has a a, a lot of upside, and uh, they will be a, a big decider come postseason. The name I hadn't heard in a while. Hey, Kyle, number three. See, I don't know because I fucked up my order. Why did you fuck up your order? Because I didn't, didn't write it down. I didn't do it ahead of time. Yeah, Kyle. Titans are in there, but they're not a three. Paul, right. who's your number three team? Baltimore Ravens. Okay, tell us why. Um, they beat a team that everybody should be able to beat week one, and then except for the Bengals, and then um, they went out and they posted up a pretty impressive game against the Texans. Lamar Jackson is still showing that he can throw the football. I think what's more impressive is their running game that they've got. But you know, with the team, this kind of committee that they got going on there. Um, I just kind of expected more flash, I guess, from them. I, I nothing they've done is like I don't think the Texans are a good football team. I don't. I do. I think that their defense is bad. I think their offensive line is worse. I don't think that they have anything on the receiving end. That I mean, David Johnson. We don't know. We have to see the full season. So it's Deshaun Watson versus the world, and it's not a good football team. I don't care if it's. I wouldn't care if it was fucking Patrick Mahomes with Kyler Murray's speed. He, he's not winning it by himself. No. So I don't think the Texans are a good football team, so I don't think their win, even if it was 31-16, to 16, really is as impressive as it looks on paper. Because I, I don't think the Texans are going to the playoffs this year. So I like them a lot, but I think that they are beatable in that division by the Bengals. I'm going to go ahead and give the Seattle Seahawks a... Uh... Ranking at number three. Russell Wilson is a god. There's no more denying it from the rest of the world. It pains me to say I hate being in the same division as him. I hate having the Walmart knockoff of him in our division as well. There's nothing Are you worse. Are calling Kyler Murray the Walmart knockoff? Of Russell Wilson, yes. That's pretty harsh. I would still take a Russell Wilson Walmart knockoff over Jared Goff. Goff's hey. not bad. But Walmart knockoff? All right, fine. Target knockoff. Is that better? First of all, yes, by a lot. But still, like... Goff's not bad. They're different quarterbacks. Okay. Russell Wilson light. Is that better? No. 
Because they're different. Scramble quarterbacks that can pass accurately. But that's not. But they're not. That's different though. Russell Wilson is a scrambler. Kyler Murray's a runner. They're different. Kyler Murray right. senses pressure and runs up the middle and gains the edge of his legs. Russell Wilson very rarely runs first or second or third or fourth. Russell Wilson will dance forever behind the pocket. I think Kyler Murray is more similar to Lamar Jackson than okay. Russell Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. I think he's better than Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Can I continue? Seattle earns good points and gets this high because they have what I believe should have been the MVP in at least two of the seasons and still hasn't gotten one vote on offense. Russell Wilson. Chris Collinsworth said it was his fault. Huh? Chris Collinsworth said it was his fault. <laughs> I heard that. He got his votes in late. Russell Wilson has done so much with no talent on the offensive side of the ball. And now that he has talent, he's fucking destroying people. He finally had the balls to say, no, 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 I hate your offense. This is how we're running it. And they're killing people. The only thing that knocks them down a little bit is their defense. Their defense is middle of the road. It's not bad, but it's nowhere near Legion of Boom levels. They've given up 30 points to the Pats and 25 points to the Falcons. Played in close games up until the end of the Falcons game for all of it. But I still think that the Seahawks are going to make a serious run and will end up at the NFC Championship game, if not the Super Bowl this year. Kendall. Uh, my number three is the Buffalo Bills. Um, I really like the way they play. Did you say they sucked earlier? That, that was never uttered ever. <laughs> you guys are the worst. Um, you know... Josh Allen's a lot of fun to watch. You know, he's kind of playing unexpectedly good, meaning that he's a guy who seemed like he would run around, but now he's throwing the ball everywhere and, and playing really efficient. Uh, the defense can hold teams. Um, there's still a lot of kinks to work out. However, I think it's a team that kind Don't of will... Don't kink shape, Kendall. <laughs> it's a team that will grow with experience uh, versus crumble like years past, and they're my number... Kyle! Number two. Baltimore Ravens. Why? Yes, they look good offensively. I do believe that their defense needs work still. Um, I know they haven't given up a lot of points yet, but there's a lot to say when you give up Earl Thomas. When you just let him walk. And I think that will haunt them when they face a good team. I don't think so. Keeps the team's chemistry in order. I'm not going to get into it. Paul, number two. Kansas City. Why? Uh, again, I they put a decent hurting on the Texans, but I don't think the Texans are a good team. I, I just I don't think they were a good team last year. I think they played in a crappy division. Um, I mean, Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback for the Colts. The Jaguars were a joke. I mean, Tennessee didn't get hot until late. I, I don't think the Texans are a good team, and they barely got out of a depleted Chargers defense with a win. And Mahomes has not looked electric, in my opinion. He has not looked like the Mahomes that led them to the Super Bowl. I think that they are going to win the AFC West, no doubt. And I think that they're still the front runner for Super Bowl contenders. But as of right now, it's a weekly power ranking. As of right now, they have not shown me that they are the Kansas City Chiefs they were last year. I'm going to go ahead and put the Baltimore Ravens at number two. Um... Competition that they faced, I think that they should have done a lot more damage than they did. 
but that's unfortunately the expectations that I think we hold both the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs to. If you're not playing at an elite level, you're just playing at a very good level, you had an off game. You're not doing good enough. You need to be elite for every game you play. And if people aren't elite, then you're going to say, Kyle's right. Letting go of Earl Thomas Hurts. They don't have an Earl caliber type player to take over that role. But their secondary is so electric. If anybody watched the Marcus Peters interception, they know how to use him like we did, where we decided to put him in man, because that's not how you do that. You put him in zone, you let him ball hawk. And you have that defense run. They picked up Derek Wolf. They picked up Calais Campbell. That defense only got better this offseason. Their defense or their offense didn't have any losses. They only stacked increases. Lamar's only gonna get better from his last year. Paul is very excited about something. I think that they're number two until they can prove that they're better than the number one team. Kendall. I also have uh, uh, the Ravens as number two. Uh, You know, Lamar Jackson will be good until he's figured out. um, And until he's figured out, until he loses his athleticism, I guess is the the sentence that needs to be uttered. Um, The defense, probably not as uh, sharp as it was as of last year. Um, However, you know, it's, you know, the Ravens, like the Steelers, like the Bears, teams that just are fundamentally based on defense, you know, they, they find a way to kind of get it done that way. You know, it's just it's a bonus for them to have Lamar Jackson at quarterback, you know. So, you know, sometimes, you know, the stars align in a way that just works. Um, so right now that's, you know, it, just like last year, it's like a team to beat, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. Number two. Kyle, number one. Kansas City. Why? Well, I think their defense is looking better than it did last year. Um, you know, they didn't play well in the first half, but they found a way to come back and really win the game in, in the second half. Um, they're just Kendall, turn the game off. Kyle needs to focus. No, they're gonna be they're gonna be number one until they lose. This <laughs> is watching an extra point go down. This is mad at him. <laughs> This is my opinion. They'll be number one until they lose. Seattle Seahawks. Why? Because the Seattle Seahawks have the most (laughs) impressive two wins in the NFL. Did you put the Kansas City Chiefs in? Two. Ravens for a three? Yeah. Okay. Seattle Seahawks have the two most impressive wins for a 2-0 team in the NFL. Their defense is not the Legion of Boom anymore, but they're making plays when it counts, and that's what matters. Giving up 24 points is nothing when your team puts up 40, so it doesn't matter. Their defense is making plays when it counts, in my opinion. Russell Wilson is absolutely unstoppable. They have the most underrated running back in the NFL at this point in time in Chris Carson. They have the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL at this point in DK Metcalf, who is turning out to be a bona fide star week in and week out, who we just said, even if Stephon Gilmore did have a bad game, you made the reigning defensive player of the year look like a bitch on several occasions. Yep. They have Lockett. They have the veteran leadership of Greg Olson and Will, and Will Disley at, at the younger side. So, Chubb. Um, <laughs> so, they, they have a lot of weapons. They have a lot of promise and a lot of talent. And they are absolutely going out. And I don't care if you're just like Buffalo. Grinding out games and getting a win is just as important as winning. And it's just as fucking impressive. Their two wins are far more impressive because when you go out and you don't have a top five defense and you face a team like the Atlanta Falcons, I don't care how shitty they are because they have 
a quarterback that has the ability to throw for 5,000 yards in a season and 40 touchdowns. They have Julio fucking Jones at the wide receiver position. Calvin Ridley, who I believe is leading the NFL in receiving touchdowns at this point with four or five. And they also have a decent offensive line and not the biggest joke of a defense. So their two wins are super impressive. And I'll let you guys round it out because I'm pretty sure you guys are both going to pick Kansas City because I haven't heard that name brought up yet, and I would be surprised if either of you left them out of your top ten. My question is, based off of how Kansas City has played their two games, who they played them against, and how they went, would Kansas City be the number one power-ranked team if they didn't win the Super Bowl last year? Because this should be the power rankings for this year. And that's what every NFL, and not you guys, every NFL analyst does the same thing. If the Kansas City Chiefs, didn't win the Super Bowl last year, would they be your number one? Ask yourself that as you guys answer. Mass and Kendall, why is it the Kansas City Chiefs? So I have the New York Jets. You know, you can't use that joke when I'm about to use that joke after you said the joke. <laughs> you can still use the Giants. Just as, just as hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So hear me out. They're also, giving the rest of the league a handicap. Also, yeah. everybody needs to remember Mako's a private stock shot next week. Because he lost to the Bears. Yeah, head-to-head matchup. You have two. He has three. Why is it three? You lost one Pittsburgh. of the Steelers. Oh, yep. And he hasn't been here. Oh, no, no. We're not doing them for those. Nah, but fuck Those are excused. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck (laughs) them. Those are excused absences. Well, I modified the game, so we're not going to do the the real gross shot thing. I'm going to make one for Kendall, though. Good. Good. You know what it's called? Uh, What is it called? It's called the Seafood Martini (laughs) Paella. (laughs) That sounds kind of (laughs) good. So you say that until I went to Aldi's. <laughs> oh, we, no. Power, frozen food service. Are we power ranking based off where they are now or where we think they're going to be? Power rankings are based off what they've done so far this season. Okay. And this season only. All right. Disappointing that I can't put Chicago Bears at number one because they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh... <laughs> Any more of those edibles? <laughs> yes, actually. Uh, I'm going to need all of them. Kansas City. Go ahead. Just to get home after that comment. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I have Kansas City also. Uh, Paul brings up a compelling argument. Um, but I do pick Kansas City just because I think no matter what, th- there are certain teams know, that have uh, and a, like a certain – not Achilles heel, but there's always going to be that thorn in the side. And I think the Chargers, I think for Mahomes, and as, as long as Mahomes is healthy and plays effectively for Kansas City, let's say he plays out this contract – I always I feel like the, the the charges will still always somehow kind of be a pain for him, and I don't I don't you know discredit you know what happened uh, this past week where it's like you know oh you know he 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 didn't play that well and the Chiefs stepped up I mean and the Chargers stepped up because I don't see it that way I just think that you know it's one of those things that you know a, a team in the same division came to play and you know unfortunately you know the, the Chiefs the reigning Super Bowl champs. Were able to you know hang around and tie it up and win it in overtime. It was just kind of you know charger to the game, charger to the situation. You know the Chargers hung around, but the Chiefs could you know finish it out when it mattered most. And there you have our top ten power rankings. Next week we will do but bottom do the, ten power rankings. Do the Chiefs deserve to be number one based off of what they did this year only? Is my question to you. Uh, That's my question to you. Baltimore Ravens then. So it's the two. I don't care if it's Seattle. I'm just asking. Are there Have other teams done more impressive things? 
other more as more teams are more impressive things. Like I would give the nod to Baltimore over Kansas City. I put Kansas City because teams have to win close games. You, there's going to be close games every season. You have to win those close games. But at the end of the day, Kansas City scraped their way out of the Chargers with a, with a win. But they, to quote you earlier in the show, good teams find a way to do that. Right, and I understand that. But in terms of but power rankings are all about that. Power. I think the Kansas City Chiefs have the power, and until somebody it, shows that they don't. But it doesn't don't. matter about what you think they have, what they might do. Again. It has to go off what they've the done. Ravens played? They played the Texans, and they played who? The Browns. But they beat the Browns in a very convincing fashion. And I understand The Chiefs that. should have spanked the Chargers. The I Chiefs should have walked out of there with a 20-point win. 20 okay. points. No, there's Rookie quarterback. Never played an NFL game before. But you don't know what to expect on defense. And I don't think that defense is as good as everybody says. It doesn't matter. It's a rookie quarterback that's never played an NFL game before. And you got carved up. Carved up. Not he went out and played well and threw a couple dink and duck touchdowns. Yeah, he only threw one touchdown, but he carved their secondary up. I'm sorry, but your secondary is compiled of NFL professional athletes that have played multiple years. You should be able to take advantage of a rookie quarterback. I personally think Seattle's wins have been the most convincing in the NFL. Because even with a defense that's not as good as it used to be, they've played two very good offenses and made plays when it counted. Hey guys, do you know what that sound was? It was the sound of beer reviews. Kyle. Well, real quick, I would like to just so. Oh, sorry, we didn't do this on the air, Paul. We didn't do what? Uh, the teams. Yeah, so just kind of we we talked about them earlier. So the way it's looking here is, um, Massey is I'm pretty sure for sure gonna finish in last. What? What? Because uh, I'm pretty sure Breeze. I, I don't think Lutz is gonna outscore Breeze by thirty points. Oh, you'll be fooled there. Yeah, big surprise coming um, up to win the game in the last four minutes. But I do have to check real quick. So we do this based off of we have the GSWD Podcast League that we do. And it's... um. That's, that's the I, one you heard Kyle argue about somebody's sister. Well, that's the one that I do the uh, points off of. So as of right now, Josh Jacobs has 11.5 points, Kendall. Yep. Which is not enough to claim first yet. So as of right now, you're still in first. Okay. And I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to do it. So because uh, it's eleven point five would give me. Brandon, this is where he rips off a huge <sighs> one. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. But, victory um, formation. <laughs> yeah, I'm losing to you by. I'm losing to you by seventeen. So I think Kendall's going to get the win this week. I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to get it, get it done, but. Tis what it is. So yeah, beer reviews. Kyle, uh, we had Bush. Bush. Great as always. Kyle, what'd you have? I had the Dan Hazy IPA. Very, very, very tasty. Oh, you're going against Waller. I'm going. No, we're going against Kamara. And I had the Doogie Bowser, which is also very tasty. So, oh, boy. What else did you have, Kyle? Boosh. Perfect. Uh, hey, what do you think the chances are that Jacobs rips off a 15-yard run here so I can get the bonus? Uh, I think it's very high. Paul, uh, I apologize that I'm taking this from you. Um, anybody have any closing remarks? 
Well, what was your guys' favorite alcohol you tried tonight? One of the gins, which was surprising. The first or second one? I don't know. I like them both a lot. I think the second one, though, because I asked you for that one again. And you're blaming me for being drunk. <laughs> Pressing your ass for double ups. So I like both gins, but I'm a, I'm a gin drinker. But as a person who would like cringe at the thought of doing a shot of rum, both rums I was they were very good. impressed with and would, would, would you know, Paul mentioned like as, as a sipping type rum. I would never consider something like that, but I, after having this, I absolutely would do something like that. Uh, the aperitif wasn't bad either. Kyle, did you like any of them? The uh, second to last. The vodka? Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca, did you like Keep the aperitif? Could, could you drink that? It's only grenadine based too, which is the best part. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah. Anybody have any closing remarks? Um, uh, the Raiders are fucking stupid. We're going for this. I think they're just lined up to see if they can get an offsides. That's all. Um, just so it's on the air, so don't forget. Uh, Kendall, I need you to bring a folding table of sorts. Okay. Next week. Something small, small table. Sure. Did you bring something? And uh, we're going to play a game next week. Yeah, we are. Um, we're going to do... We're going to start we're off also, sh- next week, we're going to weigh in for the weight loss challenge. Right? <laughs> oh, and do we do we confirm Oktoberfest is next week? Yeah, Oktoberfest yeah. next week. So After the weigh-in. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> after the weigh-in. All bets are off after. Yeah. So uh, tune in for that. Yeah, uh, everybody's going to bring a different four slash six pack of Oktoberfest and we'll do like a sampling kind of thing. We're going to do the show. Uh, we're doing a game show so we'll start off with our uh, basic uh, TBD football review. Um, maybe do a quick hodgepodge potluck thing if there's anything notable to talk about and then dive into the game show. Depending on how long that takes we'll see what finishes up. Uh, but until then, Kendall, where can they find us? No. No. Whoa. Go whoa, outside whoa. and just die in a hole. You dirty rat. You have taken over as rat for the rest of the show. Kendall. I think it's only a minute. Where can they find people that are ratty like you and Matt? <laughs> well, <laughs> in a hole mostly. Uh, but uh, Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. On Twitter, you can find us at GSWD, excuse me, at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's polar plunging with Rita or doing the 20-second truffle shuffle with Souls, or pointing at Mass. Big <laughs> rat like Oh, yeah, or being a rat like Mass, i.e. Minecraft. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we start calling it a Minecraft Mass? Hey, listen. No. Yeah, Minecraft Mass. I will not show up on the show anymore. That's fine. We're still calling you Minecraft Mass. What love to do. It's not our fault you're a fucking nerd. I am a nerd. Minecraft is not my game of choice. <laughs> Animal Crossing, same thing. Uh, no, not since May. What a good one by Souls. Uh, yeah, what a good fucking pick, though. The zinger. Uh, Any um, closing remarks? Anything? Well, hey, listen. Uh, oh, anywhere yeah. you can find... Yeah. Or- Amazon, soon to come, Pandora, to come. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, wherever you find internet and radio podcasts, you find us. Of us, we're not there. on Radio Network celebrating 10, ten years. years and live music coming back. Coming back. And guess what? That means... I'm getting good at this. That means we are coming back in the full rotation as well. So listen, anything you might have missed will be somehow in the mix, somehow, Yeah, our somewhere. show got held on Leave Sports Network, though, which is bullshit. <laughs> hey, Kendall. 
Who else is on PPR and Radio Network? Well, you know what? Right now, you know you can't miss out on uh, the guy, the guy who runs the Gosh Darn Network. Uh, That's Peter right, the Pin- Kendall Reed Show. <laughs> uh, Peter Pino Show um, Wednesday nights, uh, seven thirty to ten thirty, and Joe Antonio, who's on basically all the time. So if you turn it on, you'll find Joe Antonio. Uh, yeah, so a lot of good stuff coming. Make sure to tune in next week for our game show that we're going to do, another board game type aspect. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Until then, highly I'm, anticipated. I'm your host, Chris Cupcake the Riddler. Nope, I'm Souls. Minecraft Massey. Massey. And the true rat, except Massey is a real rat too, of a red baron. Nero. Yeah.